hey, you owe me 400 bucks out of it for every month. But if they're like, you just owe the 8000 back, <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So go. What is that, what is that crack? What is that metronome crack? Oh, I'll turn that off. Okay, so I'm going to do a pre-thing, and then it'll be the music, and then us. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Activate the Sleeper Cell, episode three, produced on location by George Rivard. Hello, George. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm just here in the studio, just making sure everything works okay, you know, just... Oh, you're doing more than that. You're, you're doing way more than that. But it's November 9th. It's November 9th, right? It's November 9th, 2020. We are in week four of covid 19 the world epidemic and the capitalist meltdown that it is triggering uh hey we're alive we're healthy this is activate the sleeper cell enjoy listen to it online uh, coming soon you'll see uh you'll see that hey my aunt in iran is watching hello <laughs> yes all right all right george welcome uh just welcome. just right off the thing uh i can hear a little bit of like uh i don't know what it's called like pop like maybe i'm too loud you're too loud but too i'm loud. turning you down yeah. i know i'm so loud we gotta adjust okay uh okay, here we are november uh april 9th covid it's been three weeks how you been so far i've been pretty good actually i was uh i was I was laid off from one job, and uh, it was a weird, like, serendipitous thing. It was I, I loved the job, didn't like the boss, usual case of that. And then, but other than that, it's been really good for art, and, like, I'm doing joke stuff online. It's great. Been writing a I lot. I saw that video you put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah was, what's it called? It was uh, Social Distancing Yukon Style. I'd like to thank uh, Friends of Canadian Broadcasting, a little non-profit. Just gave me some slight help to do it. Oh, I saw you put out an announcement. I wasn't sure what that was. So you got a bursary? Yeah. No, that was a that was a joke. That was a joke. Oh, well, it just, if you look at the, it, it's also like expel Serb. Ah, uh, uh, see, see, we're all getting, we're all, we're all, we're uh, all government artists. Now. I was like, man, you got a fucking grant, dude. That's I believed it because there's a lot of Yukon. Yeah, yeah, no, stuff, it's funny. Right? It's just a little tongue in cheek, like. Okay. But it, and because it's only two thousand dollars, so like it's not like I am the most paid person in buddy two thousand i mean for those who don't know two thousand dollars a month 
Oh, for us. Four months. It's crazy. That the government's going to give. Um, look, it's not a bazillion dollars. It's not all the money in the world, but for stand-up comedians, a guaranteed $2,000 a month is actually quite a bit. Oh, yeah. If we were... If I was making that? It's oh, my a, gosh. It's a good I'd be solid. Yeah, I'd be solid. The real issue is, like, okay, a third, at least a third of Canadians are not going to be eligible for this. I'll be 100% sure, uh, honest, I didn't understand if I was eligible or not. I did lose over $2,000 uh, as of March 15th. I have I have about, about $3,000 worth of scheduled, confirmed, paid gigs that just disappeared overnight. So for me to lose that and the government to say, here's $2,000, i am feeling okay with that. But I don't actually know if I am eligible. I am in the sense that I made 5k or more last mo- year, um, and I applied through CRA, so I assumed if I'm not eligible, they'll tell me, but, uh, so yeah, I applied, and, uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll see, but I- I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get it, um, fuck though, but honestly, a lot of people are not gonna get it, those on, well, like, well, I, it's not supposed to be called welfare anymore, uh, OW, yeah, yeah, works. Yeah. they don't get it, I think, um, those that are on ODSP, they have to live on 1300 a month, and they don't get anything more, that's fucking bullshit, dude, yeah, it's, it's crazy, what, there's, there's still, like, even in the time, where the government is still making, like, a, still, the classism is still gonna be the same, classism is still the <laughs> same, the poor are still being told to fuck themselves, and the thing is, so, so COVID is supposed to be for workers, which already is stupid because it's like the whole country's shut down. You mm. got to give everyone some money, like the states. Even the the states is giving everyone twelve hundred. But then they said, okay, what about those who are working somewhat? Okay, we're gonna adjust it for them. What about uh, students? We're gonna adjust it for them. What about uh, the guy working at a grocery store who's not actually gonna make two thousand a month working full time? Isn't it better for him to just sit at home? Why is he risking his life? Okay, we're going to work out something for them. And then he's just like, okay, well, we've worked it out for the main people and then the people who fell through the cracks. It's like you didn't mention the people who had no job going into this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you didn't have a job going into this and you were looking for work, you would have found work in by now. Mm -hmm. Or at least you could have said, hey, there's a billion jobs. Go work at McDonald's. Go do, you know, whatever. Now it's like, no, there's nothing for you. So if you had no job, you're fucked. You can go on OW and get $733 a month, and do what with it exactly? You live in Toronto. That's not even your rent. It's not even... No, no one's rent. Like, you can't... It's, it's ridiculous, the you system. You can't find a fucking basement, like, room shared with five people for $700. Not even, like, in deep Scarborough. Like, you're not... No. no it's not so happening. So, you're just gonna be a zombie now. You're mm-hmm. just gonna be, like, the walking dead. So, that's really fucked up. I, I We need mincome in this country. Oh, yeah. We need mincome in this country... For everyone. And then if you work, great. You'll pay extra taxes. It'll be fine. But for now, we could all use a boost of money. Uh, and, you know, it should stay after this. Uh, this Activate the Sleep for Cell, I've mentioned it in the first two episodes. What I mean by that is, look, there's a sleeper. There's an agent in all of you. There's, I mean, maybe it's like that stupid meme with the two wolves. You know what I mean? Which one will you feed? The good one or the bad one? I use I use agents. But there's an agent for good in all of you, and it wants to come out, and it needs to be activated. And this is the time. COVID is the time for that activation. And you see it. Look, you see it. And the thing is, if you're not working towards good, 
don't think that you're just neutral because there is no such thing as neutrality. If you're not actively working towards good, you are therefore an agent of bad or you're you're a sleeper cell for the agents of bad, you, whether you realize it or not. I think on a given day, Donald Trump, for example, is usually a, an agent for bad. Yeah, like he's, he's chaotic bad. He's chaotic bad. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't mean it. He doesn't think himself as a bad guy, but he, you know, he cuts funding and he does this and that. And right now, though, with COVID, you can see the agent for good in him has actually been activated. And he's trying, but there's that struggle. You can see it every day because one day he's like, look, we're going to take it seriously. We're going to give people money. We put trillions of dollars into the economy, which is all true and is all stuff I would never have thought I would see Donald Trump doing and Mitt Romney fucking suggesting. Wild, wild, unprecedented times, which is good. That's the agent for good. That's an activated sleeper cell agent for good coming out of Donald Trump doing the right thing. But then there's that inner battle with the agent of bad that keeps fighting him. And, and, and you can see every day in his press conference, he's like, yeah, we're doing this. No, it's serious. No, uh, uh, you know, 150,000 to 250,000 or more will die in the States as a result of this. He said it. He almost had tears in his eyes, all from the agent of good. And then, boom, the agent of bad kicks back in or gets the seat or the driver's mm. wheel for a second. And then all of a sudden he goes... You know, but we got to open up. We got to open up the country. You know what I mean? Every time he says that shit, I'm like, Donald, no. He's like, I got to give these masks to my friends, of course. Like, like keep <laughs> fighting. The agent of good is is coming out and, and he gets suppressed again. No, but we had a good account. Look, the country has to open up. We're going to open up sections of it. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, idiot. Like, strap yourself in. This is going to be a year at least. Oh yeah, we're, we're in What do you think it. about that? It's gonna be a year. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a year. And like how we were talking just before this started up is that the with the with the Spanish flu and stuff is how the second round of things was actually worse than the first one. Way worse. And I think everybody's gonna think it's chill because like yeah, we made it through. Da da da. Everything's no. okay. And the fact is like I was checking back home like Yukon schools are now opening in September again. Like it's, it's that's so stupid. Like all these kids and it's all well and good. Things no, it's, like it's horrible. Well, uh, well, well and good if you're like a upper middle class family and you can take time off work and educate your kid and have those fun videos. But like some people can't stay at home and watch their kids. Oh, uh, yeah, you know saying. what I mean. It's it's not. Well, they need more funding. Then. And then I was also talking to my mom and she was saying that like the schools provide a lot of things like. Uh, Meal programs for stu- for kids, yeah. breakfast program, all these Especially things. Especially in the states, yeah. Eh? There's and some kids who like are just gonna be hungry right now. Two all of their three meals, meals of the day are wow. at school, and it's messed up. All these like unforeseen consequences that we're gonna have to, to, to take time away. Which is why, like, really, when it comes down to it, the twelve hundred is nothing. It's almost like yeah. it's almost like spitting on something. Is it a calling. month or is it one time? Over? One time, I think. I'll have to check that. I think they're gonna do a second one. Even they're Trump, uh, they asked him, and he's like, "No, I, I, I'd like to do it." Yeah. And also, I think what Trump does, he, he'll he'll do things because he likes he wants deep down. I think Trump wants people to like him. He's a showman. Yeah. Oh, he, he wants he wants people to like no, him he first. He needs people, people to like him. him. He's very insecure. He, he's he needs like he's love. He needs love. He's like, he's like a stand-up people. comic. Yeah, he's he, a performer. He's a performer, he and he's good at it. Love. Yeah. Like, say good. what you want about him. He knows how to read a oh, room. Oh, he made the media's <laughs> fucking bitch. That's how they won the first time. Yeah, yeah. Look at now with Bernie dropping. And he and he's just even said it. He's like, oh, they made a mistake. They. I know, he was, like, rooting for Bernie. 
that's wild. That was the one thing that scared him. There was stuff off mic where he's like, if Bernie wins, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, the DNC is so stupid. Oh, they're just... I can't believe they're putting Biden up. Biden looks like he's dead. He's dead. He and like... talks like a fucking... Uh... What's that? Alzheimer's. Yeah, he's, he's no like, hate to Alzheimer's. No, but he's but... like hands and he's handsy and the whole stuff with that coming out. But he's a rapist. He, he's a, no, he probably he is. He's basically a rapist. Yeah, he is like no one does that for to get attention. You know, there was this. Uh, I think it was like two years ago or something. He went to some college campus and gave a big speech. Uh, because I guess there was like I mean, there's always like a lot of date rape, but I guess it was like really bad. Mm. I think it was around that time when that that school swimmer from yeah Stanford, yeah yeah what's his name yeah yeah. But he's a star swimmer with like, you know, a millionaire family, and he's raping a girl behind a dumpster. Mm-hmm. What kind of fucking low life savage? And then he got off early because yeah he like, got off. Yeah, he has a like, career. Guys. Yeah, he's too much of a nice boy. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, like, if, oh. His, if his name was. Germain or something. And then Central Park forever. Five. They didn't even do it. They didn't even do <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and and Donald Trump at that time was like, he took out a full page ad, being like, kill him, They'll kill him. And then after they were exonerated, <laughs> like, like we should still kill him. It's like <laughs> it's it's like it's said like bring back the death penalty for the Central Park. Five, but if you put on like the they live glasses it's like kill those negroes yeah Hang it's, it's just like, like literally it's like, why it keeps cracking eh? you know, yeah, yeah i'm turning it down right sorry, now that's, that's like... but you you see what i'm saying it's like you, you take out you it's like you translate you press google translate or whatever and it's like string those boys up like it's mm-hmm. just like old school confederate justice you know yeah it is it is pretty crazy it's disgusting you know what it is too now that now you'll be good because uh, like I can't hear myself though. Yeah, it's fine. You're, it's you're fine. coming in it's though. Okay. You're coming in. It's all good. Um, buddy, uh, it's frustrating. Look, there's a lot of benefit from COVID. Oh. Like, there's a lot of uh, I shouldn't say benefit because I mean people are dying. I'm not happy about that. But look, this is that wake up call. This is if you're looking for a sign, look no further. This is fucking it. I don't know what your God has to do for you. To give you a sign. You know what I mean? Like, this is a time where governments, corporations, the whole capitalist structure can reevaluate what's important and fucking stop putting massive bloated profit above everything. Because it's nothing. It doesn't matter. It's up one day. It all gets taken down within a few weeks of COVID. It never meant anything to begin with. No, no. It's it's kind of like... It was, it was all just smoke and mirrors. They're like, oh, turns out... Oh, numbers oh. over here, numbers over there. You know what it's like? I used to gamble a lot mm. at casinos. And then, and then, so the worst... So when you go to... When you're in a casino table, uh, and this is extra true if you do it online, or if you do... There's even games now that are all digital. Mm-hmm. Like slots, of course, but I, I wasn't playing slots. But even blackjack, there's like digital tables now. Mm. that Like the whole table is a screen, mm. and it's whatever, but... The chips are the classic analog version of the same thing. It's you've transferred your money into chips or into mm-hmm. a digital credit, right? Mm. So especially if it's digital because it's just numbers on a screen, right? Mm. You're playing for a while. You're winning, let's say. It's these numbers go up. Then you're losing. These numbers go down. And then they go up again. And they go down again. They go up again. They go down again. In the end, let's say you put in 100 bucks, and for a while you're at like fucking 5K. If you lose in the end, you know what I mean? It's like you, I mean, you could say, like, you think of it, you beat yourself up as, like, I lost 5K. Mm-hmm. 
But it's really, it's like, buddy, that 5K never fucking existed. It never existed. Yeah. It never existed. It was all bullshit speculation. Mm-hmm. It was like, yes, if I cash out, it's 5K. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't, it doesn't fucking exist. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's all like, in your I head. feel like that's the stock market is like, one guy put in a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a hundred million, and now it's at like five billion speculatively. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and he might cash out, and he often does, but it's like if he did, it's like, oh, I just lost five billion dollars. Like, fuck you, man. And, and the whole thing, too, where he realized that it's a, it's a big game is that in Europe, they just like made it illegal to short stocks right now. Good. Yeah, which if you well, could do that, if you could short stocks right now, you'd make all the money. Yeah, they're like, which means that it's all just made up. It's just the game they're playing. It's literally just gambling all, for the it's rich. All, it's gambling for the <laughs> right. ultra rich and like the like uh, holders of power. Yeah, they're just like yeah, or or they when they sold off all their stock before this thing went down, when all the senators did that. I know. Uh, like, that should be treasonous. They're like, how did you guys... That should be like, all your profits have to go into a central fund mm-hmm. that we're going to give to people. Yeah. And you have to like, watch. And you have to hand it out. You have to hand, hand out to homeless people. You have to go, you're 200 grand to you, 200 yeah. grand to you. Like, oh. oh my God. And fucking... I mean, look at the American politics system. You had fucking... Who, who's the... Bloomberg. Yeah, yeah. You had Bloomberg in for like a week <laughs> spending $500 million on just TV ads and let alone the whole campaign. How much yeah, it was ridiculous. Him? I think... Like, he, a, like a billion dollars overall. He spent a billion dollars. Like, fuck That's you, so man. much money. Like, fuck you, okay? Yeah. You have $90 billion. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, and you he was can just... never spend it in your entire life. You don't... Yeah, you, you couldn't. Keep it. What was it something about like you you just couldn't? I was making like so if I was making a hundred thousand dollars a year, it would take me like twenty thousand years to make a billion dollars. Because because <laughs> even having nine billion in the bank, that's gotta create like five hundred million of just interest a year. Yeah, I, it's like, just, you like, know what I mean. <laughs> it's like that's your whole money. Mm, you don't you just need... spend five hundred million a year and you're good. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, it's just, it's an ego thing. Yeah. It's an yeah, it's an unlimited power thing. And when he figured out that he couldn't like fire the people on stage, he got like really mad too cuz he's one of those person people that if anybody challenges him, he's like, "I'll just fire you." Yeah. Like, like, yeah, very Trumpy. It's just like, "I'll just fire cuz he is." Trump doesn't have a tenth of Bloomberg's money no, though. He doesn't. Trump is literally he, he's like the bottom of that of that scale. They they of, like, like the ultra billionaire like Bezos and Gates. Mm. Trump is like at the bottom. But he's got such an ego and such showmanship that he just waltzed right in there like he was the richest one of all. Oh yeah, and he and he's the like one he that acts won. Like he's just made of money, King Midas. And he does, and he did what all the other guys want to do. Yeah, yeah, because they yeah, all they want... have the money and they sit around like schmucks. Like and they they nerds. want to do it. He's just crushing it. He's like, yeah, like for years, he's like, ah, oh, just grab him by the pussy, do whatever you want. And no one said anything. How he's the president. He's he the president. Pre- He's nuclear codes. Yeah, he's the one who can start and World War Three. He could, he could, like, I'm not saying he does or would or that it's legal or justified in any ways, but let's not be naive. He could go up to one of his Secret Service agents and be like, uh, walk into this address and kill everyone inside, clean it up. And they'll be like, yes, sir. Mm. Well, like, he'll be like, uh, presidential order, top secrecy, classified. He'll, they'll be like, yes, sir. It could be like, I owe someone a billion dollars. I'm just going to go have them fucking oh. erased oh like let's if you want to go down the epstein hole 
Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh, all the files and everybody just disappeared. That's so wild. <laughs> it's just like, what? That's so Why are wild. we focusing? Is that, true? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, they're just like, before. So, what about his like little black book or whatever? Yeah, that's apparently... printed. Yeah, I, I downloaded is... a copy of that. And who was in it? all their numbers. And they're all. It's like everyone. Everyone. It's like Alex Baldwin and like. So they're all just. <laughs> it's like everyone's number, dude. Everyone that. You I'm th- sure they're all like disconnected by now or whatever. But, but it's crazy that it's like it's all these people. <laughs> it was like Prince Charles. So everybody, so they're all. I'm like Prince Charles. So like they're cell all phone. sexual oh, abusers. Yeah. Then. I mean, I don't know if everyone in his whole Rolodex fucked a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like it's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Was that his black book for everything, or was that his like sexual perverted black book? Yeah, because he's just. I don't know. I mean, he's also like a billionaire hedge fund or whatever mm-hmm. guy. He, he knows other people for other reasons. It's not like all he did was fucked all day. But look, I think it's safe to say that most of those people in those high profile positions, either public service, private life, just rich and famous, uh, show business, whatever. Uh, if you're dealing with Epstein, you must have known. Oh, yeah. I think you all knew whether you took part in whatever he offered you or not. I think you know. And I think you had dirt on him and he had dirt on you. Oh, yeah. That's the whole system is this mutually beneficial. It's like even in high school, if you go to watch a fight, you still get in trouble. Yeah. It's a like, good. It's good. Because you're advocating. Yeah. So you're, why doesn't it work? See, that's, I'm glad you brought that's that, Look, if you go and watch a fight, especially if you're like, yeah, yeah, get him, get him. Yeah. You know, yo, you're going to let him talk shit like that to you, dog? Yeah. You're, yo, dog, yo, he just said your, your mom's a, a bean. Yo, you're yeah. going to let him talk to you like that? Like, you get in you trouble. Are a, you are an agent for bad. You are The sleeper cell in you is activated not for good. Okay? You are exactly who... Uh, the late uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is talking mm. about in our theme song. Like, history will judge you. If you're watching that fight, like, yeah, yeah. Or you're just watching because it's a spectacle. You're an idiot, dude. Yeah. You're the one, you would have showed up to the fucking Nazi book or, or like, and you would have either taken part in Kristallnacht or you would have been like, okay, it's it's bad. I don't agree with it. But look, uh, I can have these bagels out of this juice shop for free now. So I mean, it's all the people that would have showed up for like, have you seen it in the states when the pictures of like people making a picnic out of going to see a lynching? Oh, all yeah, day. Yeah. No, all those people have I seen them, George? <laughs> I, I know the there's a there's a database with every single picture and these, and this, known to history, and I've gone through it like six times. It's disgusting. Yeah, even my dad. Like I, I have a good upbringing where my dad would tell me about this shit when mm-hmm. I was young. He'd tell me he's like he's like it's not just the KKK guys like with the robes like getting one guy in the forest and hanging him he's like they'd sell chicken yeah they had uh, egg popcorn popcorn we got a lynching at three o'clock like it was like people people would get like souvenirs from like the thing and like dude it was it was built around like okay tomorrow there's the tri-state fair there's gonna be a ferris wheel there's gonna be uh you know, like games for the kids, and there's like a, a, a six o'clock and a nine o'clock lynching. Mm-hmm. Like, I swear to God, I'm sure you can do the research and find like brochures. Oh or, yeah, yeah, it, posters. It, it, and it's very like recent. Alabama. It's, it's like the it's like 60s and shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it ended in like the 60s, dude. Yeah, like when they, remember when you see uh you see Mississippi Burning, like uh yeah, the, yeah. What, what caused that movie so and it came out in the 90s, and that. When that movie came out, the reason why it got so much uh, 
the reason why it caused so much hoopla was because everybody was still alive in that they did all the bad shit and yeah, the people they did it to was or, like hey and that that's we how still they alive. killed my grandpa and and and, 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 the, and they were only like 60 at the time it wasn't like they were that's like so ancient fun. it's just like all oh these people are God. still alive like the civil rights movement didn't happen that long Yo, ago you know what's crazy so okay so i've talked about this before about how like uh y- like when you go to a zoo mm. you gotta realize that the only reason it's animals is because they're no longer allowed to have humans yeah and there's like a picture like the origin of the zoo was like like literally like come see like le le congolese le indochin like we yeah like, and, and and there's a picture of this of this uh pygmy and and this and it's like nineteen the white girl yeah. giving him and it's a like banana. Nineteen fifty five or something. It, 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 it's in Netherlands, nineteen fifty six. Yeah, white girl giving a banana to a black girl through the fence. And that's like so. That's in the sixties, so, dude. So that's like that's while you're cutting hands off in the Congo for cheaper chocolate. And that's and so like, that's holy fuck. So that means the people that are doing that, like say she's five, that person's only like 69, 70, 72. Yeah, <laughs> who, who has memories of doing that? She's she's, <laughs> she's at a zoo like looking at tigers, and she's like. Pfft, like shit. Yeah. We used to have the good zoos. Yeah, it's just crazy. Dude, Bro- uh, the New York, Bro- the Brooklyn Zoo used to have a fucking Congolese and shit. So that's that's the reference. That's what I was talking about. But w- one thing I also found out recently too is, uh, you know, uh, you know when you go to the X and mm. there's those, um, you know, like you get the water gun and there's like a face and it's like, oh, and it's yeah. like a big mouth face. Mm. And you, or you like... Or you throw the butt thing, you throw the whatever. Uh, that's such a shitty throw. Hey, even my fake throws <laughs> are tell, like, like wimpy. Who, like, you can tell that we're art students. Oh, when you do a football <laughs> throw, like, hey, but, uh, oh my god, uh, fuck, okay, but those games, those even have a dark origin. Oh. Whereas, like, um, it used to be that you're throwing hard boiled eggs at a black guy. At a black baby, it was literally it was like it was like at the N word baby, like throw mm. throw an egg at the N word, or even like things such as uh in I, cartoons I, with yeah. like the gloves, like why why all uh, like you see like in Disney why they all have gloves yeah because it's harkening back to like they used to be like cartoons Min- is that a minstrel min- thing it's a minstrel thing see I thought that and I believe it but I also read somewhere that um it's easier to animate it's see? easier to animate because animation's so expensive so if you got all these fingers looping around or something but like at the same time though like... if you watch go and watch old Mickey Mouse and there's literally a sketch. Oh, Mickey there's Mouse. minstrel shit. Yeah. yeah, it's just like it's like it's it's just totally. like it's no, just no, like no. oh yeah, it's just like yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel like it's both. It's both. I feel like it's it's like... a little bit of both. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a race, but also the thing that sucks about that. So is Mickey black? Yeah, he's black, and he, and he has like and he has like the. Have you ever seen like Black Sambo? Interesting. Mickey's black, eh? No, no, they got him talking white. No, like he has he like, makes oh, himself oh. he makes himself black. Like he uses. Oh, there's black. one where he black faces. Yeah, but yeah. And there's also there's this uh I was my mom does black history back home. And there's this cartoon called Little Black Sambo. Oh my god! And it's just like, and he's just like, and there's like the Mammy character who's his uh, mom, and right, she's like right, working, right. and then this Black Sambo's always working out for like, oh my god, the wild tiger, and he's like running away, and it's just, but it looks like the problem is though, it's from the golden age of animation, so this is like r- amazing artwork, and people are yeah. doing amazing oh, it's well work. Well done, it's and the score and the, everything, and a lot of the c- things that we do in comedy would be recognized there, like yeah. running gags and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, but yeah. it's just so racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I can... saw one. I don't know if it was Disney or if it was Warner Brothers, but it's like Lazy Town. 
Mm. It's just a cartoon like, welcome to Lazy Town. It's just like a black town. Mm. So everything's just like shittier and like <laughs> nothing runs on time and everyone's just like, <sighs> and it's just sleeping like... and it's just like so dumb. But, you know, you think of it as like, like, I think a lot of what white people don't get is they're like, okay, look, they're like, those were bad jokes. Those were, that's rude. You can't say that anymore. We don't mm. make cartoons like that anymore. That's bad. I agree with you. No, it's bad. But it's like, what you don't acknowledge is like, that seeped into people's minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You acknowledge, I'm not talking yeah, yeah. you, but like, what they don't acknowledge is that seeped into the whole, like, first of all, it seeped into every white mind mm. from, ch and you're feeding this to children, which is like the most efficient propaganda. Oh, it's the best way. Is, that's what they do. Because that's how you have them for life. You know, that's how you know uh whatever like fucking marvel gets you when you're young and oh yeah watching every avengers movie fucking in your 30s mm -hmm. you know so so it seeped into but then but then it's like okay so on, on the one hand it gave all these white people like a, an added sense of like i'm better but then it gave all these black people a deep underlying self-hatred um, and of like i'm not as good or i'm mm -hmm. not as whatever you know what you know what uh that was about that there was i was because it was, it was on cbc and they were talking about uh you know the character franklin in uh charlie brown mm -hmm. so uh someone wrote to charles Is he black yeah he's black, black one. someone wrote the to one black guy they, yeah he wrote yeah, yeah. to charles schultz about that and he's like look there's black kids aren't seeing themselves portrayed at all in cartooning mm -hmm. and at first charles schultz was like uh i don't know blah 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 and then he actually just did it and he's just like, and turns out everybody. Oh, you're saying you're saying there was no yeah until Franklin, and then someone he wrote it in, and, and then he was like, okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. He's like, that's good. I mean, he sounds. I don't know if he's Jewish, but, it but yeah, and, yeah, and he also like he's a cartoon. not that they can't be racist, but he's either, on the cartoon, he's a cartoonist though. So at the same time, it's weird because these are the people that are doing this are usually the more liberal people in society too. Right. Yeah, like the arts people. Like uh, the so jazz, it's, it's weird that he didn't do it from the beginning, or it's weird that he even hesitated. Yeah, it makes it's 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 a weird dichotomy where like the art people, if anything, are more aware that they have to do what they're doing is wrong when they're doing it. Right. Yeah, because they've been like it's like Cab Cal. What's no? What's the name? The jazz singer. Have you seen that? It's Cab it, Calloway. Is that Cab Calloway in the jazz? No, singer? what? No, no, no. Is it a movie? No, it's a movie. It's, it. a, it's, no, a, it's no. a jazz singer about uh, it's about a jazz singer, but it's done by this guy in blackface, and the guy was actually like a weirdly like four. African Canadian, not African Canadian, African American rights, hmm. but at the same time he was making a movie like this in like the forties. Yeah, or something. and it's just like I mean, look, all I know this isn't gonna sound great, but I'll go ahead and say like I don't think everyone who donned blackface was racist. No, that's the unfortunate reality of the situation. And you got it as an artist. You it, became, it became well. <laughs> it also just became so normalized mm. that you don't even see the problem with it mm -hmm. that's the pro that's the real problem and that's how the agent for darkness wins every time is you normalize it mm -hmm. like those like everyone at that lynching picnic i mean i want to say fuck you but at the same time it's like little girls little kids they don't actually know mm -hmm. they're at a picnic and they see they even see maybe that and by the way they don't just Man, if the way Hollywood sold it to us with like they just hang you, 
No. That's it, like I wish. It was that was that was you would be lucky fuck, to get oh hanged. My God, oh my god. Oh. They would I mean, look, I I just know too much about it unfortunately. Yeah, but me like too. like I would if I, if they, I knew that they was coming cut to me. Their balls off. I would just I'd be like this. I mean, I would You rather yeah. I'd rather, hanging is like maybe oh. if you're like rich or something they gave mm. you that benefit or The something. only person they hanged They fucking cut your balls off. Paraded you around alive, stabbed you, whatever, and then burnt them to death. Burning mm. was the number one way. Mm-hmm. That's why there's so many pictures of those. It's like the guy, the white guy's pointing, and it's like three charred black dudes on a string. Mm-hmm. Fucking. By the way, trigger alert. No, sorry, trigger alert. Like, yeah. Holy. Yeah, yeah. Man, this is. Sorry, what were you gonna say? But, it, it, it's it's good. Like the lynching was like the most sanitary. The only one I think that totally got lynched was one of the only white guys. Like, uh, it was an auto. What was his name? John Brown. No, there's also a Jewish guy. Uh, I think he has. You know who John Brown is, though, right? No, I do not. So, John Brown, before the Civil War, John Brown was an abolitionist white dude who just. He, he was a preacher. He went to his church. He preached, like, this is. Slavery is evil. And if you're all part of it, like, you're all. He basically, like, pulled a van dad, like, you're an agent mm. for bad, right? Uh, his whole congregation is white, and they're like, fuck you, boy. Like, we don't. Mm. Fuck you. You're a nigger lover. <laughs> like, yeah, come yeah. with them. Fuck you. So he's like, okay. So he got him and his two sons. They got three wheel- wheelbarrows, filled them with guns, and then just started going to plantations, being like, grab a gun. You're free. Let's oh, go. Got- yeah, okay, now I know this guy. Yeah, We're yeah, gonna- yeah. And, and, you know, this is what I'm saying. When, when the, when the uh, what do you want to call it? The propaganda, the hypnosis. When the hypnosis is so strong on people... Both the white guys who are systematically carrying this out and, and, and you know, on different levels, even the harmless levels don't realize, mm-hmm. like, what they're doing is part of this overall power structure. But then even the people being fucked over, the slaves themselves, they also are so, you know, I was born into this, my father was mm-hmm. born into this, it's all I've ever known. They just accept it after a while mm-hmm. because, you know, the human mind has this fucked up defense mechanism where you normalize things oh, after a really, while like this what we're going through right now right now yeah. oh you know <laughs> yeah. in a month from now you're like ah, it's not so bad it's not so bad it's like, life goes on what we have a zoom birthday party and... yeah yeah i've been to like because uh, i'm in recovery for those who don't know i've gone to zoom medallions it's crazy it's all oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all it's all everything's just normalized yeah so it's also normalized so when john brown rolled up and was like grab a gun you're free here's your There's freedom like, they said no. They're like, they're like, you crazy ass white boy, right. you gonna get us killed. And he was there, right. There, yeah, there was. A sh- there, I mean, Whoa. a few joined him, but not like. And, and most went, of them said no, and, and then it went badly. It went really, really badly. badly. It was a shootout. Him and his sons died, or one of his oh, sons yeah. died, and then and then they got him and they hung him. Mm. They hung him. It was a big deal. They kept the 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 hook that hung him on. It was like became like a big memorabilia piece. And there's still slavery for like another like twenty years or something. And the thing the is about well that is that they were also really scared about black people being armed. To this day, one of the things that scares the shit out of white people in the states, let's be honest, is yeah. an armed black dude. Oh, that's, <laughs> dude, that's half the reason the uh, yeah. fucking Black Panthers got taken. Oh out. yeah, because they were like, oh, Second Amendment, yeah, oh, open carry, all the shit that the white boys are preaching all day now. <laughs> advised, fine, advised okay. us. Yeah. Well, 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 we're citizens. Like we don't have a choice, but we are. So <laughs> yeah. let's learn to use guns. Let's be armed. That's why they, uh, those Black Panther meetings, they they show up with like guns and stuff in public. Mm-hmm. Scared the fuck out of people, but it's like they weren't just armed hoodlums. Yeah. They had a registered I, firearm, which is their American God-given right mm. for your fat Alabama piece of shit 
to go to fucking uh, Taco Bell with an AR-15 strapped around. That's your right. So mm. why can't this guy train and? And we all know that like teaches it, people how to this use is guns. Got this YouTuber I watch, uh, who's also an amazing journalist, Bo of the Fifth Column, and he like he seems to sounds like a redneck, but he was talking about like ways that like if you want to arm as a black community person, you want to arm yourselves. And there's like he's like honestly, you can do it, but better we better watch out on it. You have to watch out if you're wow. like he's like he's like you're allowed to do it, but are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's those. There's those. Uh, they're called Second Amendment like testers or something. Mm. There's these. They're 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 mostly white. I mean, I'm sure there's some black ones too. They made fun of it in Key and Peel, but basically they strap themselves to like with like ten guns, you know, like as many guns as they can, and they go open carry in public to test their second amendment to see if they'll get in trouble because it's their right to do it. Mm. And, but essentially what they're doing is they're just being KKK style. Like, yeah. Uh, look at what power we have over uh, you. Yeah. Cause the KKK, like, yeah, they hung people, they killed people, they burned people, blah, blah, blah. But they also just showed up in their neighborhood and were like, don't step out of line. Yeah. They, they were just or like, else we'll come do all those other things. Yeah. They would just like 90% of the time. That's enough. Right. Yeah. You don't need to actually, you don't need to do anything. You're just like, look, those guys have guns in our area. And they clearly don't like us. Let's like and to the point. And another to go back to once the KKK became. I've uh, can remember you remember Bowling for Columbine. Yeah, remember there's a whole like thing where like back when before Michael Moore kind of became a sycophant for the Democratic Party. Um, but I don't think he is. Uh, I mean, he predicted Bernie. He did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he predicted Trump winning. He said to them like a year ahead of time, "Hey, I know these people in Trump's mm-hmm. base. They're gonna vote Trump." Everyone's like, you're an idiot. But you know that, that cartoon where they talk about the history of guns? Yeah, yeah, and it's then done the, by the NRA, uh, South Park. And then, yeah, and then the NRA, like, right after the, the KKK. The NRA was the right after the same uh, year that KKK, KKK became, became terrorist. They're like, oh, I'm like, like that's, that's the right Of course, guy. they had nothing in <laughs> common, but no. they both loved having guns um, and killing uh, black people. Well, yeah, it's just like the exact. Exactly. So so one of these, so so they so they show up, terrorize people. They, they argue with cops, you know? Mm. Like, two of them showed up in a police station armed to the teeth oh the cops are like what the fuck are you doing and it's like it's my right and they right. and it was and they had to like give them their guns back and let them go on their but way like, literally if but i were to do that dude <laughs> bye bye george there's videos so we can't i guess we can't show it but you can look it up if you mm. want to see it there's a black there i'm sure there's more but i saw one of a black guy doing exactly that he's like hey second amendment test i'm gonna do it same thing he steps out of the door of his house, and in three <laughs> minutes, <laughs> there's just <laughs> like those. You know how like they have like those tactical yeah. uh, armored carriers. And yeah, shit? yeah. Oh, I think there's a helicopter. It's just like I think a helicopter. Five stars came on, G- on GTA. Like it is so not the same thing. And no. this is the thing in America. There's different rules for whites and blacks. And then the there's rich. different and... rules for rich and poor. There's even different rules for like immigrants. You know, you come in as a rich immigrant, poor immigrant. Oh, completely different thing. I mean, you come in as a rich immigrant from Africa, you probably can do get away with whatever, but not as much as if you come from Saudi. You yeah, can do whatever r- you want. rich Saudi Arabian. <laughs> He can be half as rich as the African, and he's yeah. like better off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's there's like a lot of weird shit uh, during Rodney King. Oh, uh, riots. A big problem that not really too many people talked about is there was uh, so okay. So like one one Korean store owner shot. Um, oh yeah, a black kid who was like trying to rob him. 
at gunpoint. But then it became this whole animosity between all the Korean uh, grocery store and convenience stores in the ghetto mm. versus, like, the black people. And, you know, the black people were, like, obviously pissed off at, like, the police system. But they can't just go and, like, set a police station on fire. No, What no. they can do is start lashing out in their own local community on, like, you know, the local businesses or, or largely Korean-owned. You know, so it became this whole thing where it's, like, now the Koreans and black... Like, the Koreans were all, like, ex-military Korean war. So they're, like, standing on these rooftops and they can, with guns. Yeah, yeah. To go, and rightfully so. They got to guard their shit and guard their people, whatever. But at the same time... Like, they have guns pointed at black people. Black people have guns pointed at them. They're all in the fucking ghetto. And the fucking white police system right. just got like, away scot-free. Look, look at these jungle animals. Yeah, and it's it just like you're pointing the guns at the wrong... It's like the whole, uh, like Indiana Jones. You're digging in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> you're like... Like, there's, like all, there's all this justified anger, but it's... It, there's no outlet for it, so it gets misguided on, mm. like, okay... Like, it's like, I'm down here as, like, a black American, the system I've been put in, and whatever. This is, like, this, like, immigrant class that isn't rich. Mm. They just saved up, like, 20K, 30K, opened up a convenience store mm. in fucking Crenshaw or something. Mm. You know what I mean? But they're slightly above yeah. them. And then there's, like, the whole other pyramid, the like, of many different levels. So it's like, you're at the bottom, you're pissed off, you're not able to attack the top, or even close to the middle... All you can do is, like, the slight level above you is who you're going to It's kind of like in Soviet Russia with, like, the Kulaks, where they might have had two cows instead of one, and they just, like, took them out. That, like, wealthier farmer class that wasn't really doing that much better. And yeah. Stalin was like, get those guys. Go, 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 get those guys. Yeah, get those guys. It's always happened. Like, people are doing it all the time. Yeah. It's bad, man. It's And, like... You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm very conspiracy theorist, and I, I, I gotta say, like, some of it seems too much, like, not a coincidence. I mean, Boys in the Hood. Oh, yeah. He gives that Martin Luther King, or not Martin Luther, uh, Sis. What's his name? Lawrence? Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Martin Luther Give, uh, they all look alike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he gives uh, he gives that banger speech or whatever. Mm. And I remember I was watching that with my dad when I was young, and my dad would be like, yeah, man, like, there's always crack. There's always guns. There's always fucking prostitutes and, and drugs and liquor readily available. But mm. they don't have fucking food. Yeah, yeah. They don't have, like, a Whole Foods and a, or even a farmer's market or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we're fine. And let, this is, man, my dad told me this fucking 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was around 10, 11. They're, I'm just starting to hear about this in the American media, like, now mm -hmm. they're like oh it's scarce to get good food in the ghetto like, and all there is is kfc and whatever it's like buddy that was engineered like that oh yeah it wasn't like the reason like, that's god right yeah it, there, that's not me being conspiracy theory right no, that's no, god no. to have been like oh, make yeah. sure they're fucking bloated on uh -huh. high saturated fat and liquor and fucking CIA flooding the streets with crack. Yeah, yeah. Remember 100% when the, true. I don't give a fuck what you say. Oh, but the CIA thing was just like so... It gets to the point now, what's, what COVID-19 has really done. It's really just like pulled away the, any like uh, semblance of uh, of curtain. It's like everything's out yeah, in the, the open. Yeah, the, the mask is off. The mask is off. I mean, I said that alone with like Trump. Yeah. Trump getting elected was like the first level of the mask is off. Because before that, you're like... 
man, America's pretty fucked, and they do all these things, and but they're good, too. And they are good. Look, mm. American people, great people. Mm-hmm. America's a country. It's amazing. I got family there. Fuck it. I want to live in New York. Oh, yeah. Like, California's I, amazing, I've right? never, <laughs> ever been anti-America. Let's just, mm. but, like, but, like, let's just, you know, American foreign policy, blah, blah, blah. You can say a million bad things, right? And then there's all these things they do, you know, destabilizing countries and wars, and there was still some sort of mask on before Trump where mm-hmm. he could be like, no, no, we're, we're trying to get freedom to everyone. Mm-hmm. These things just happen by accident. So yeah. I didn't know Iraq would turn out like this. I didn't know this. No, no. Honduran death squads. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, what are they called? The, uh, Contras. Contras. Yeah. The Contras. No, no. We, I mean, we hired them to promote freedom. I didn't know they were going to rape and pillage for 30 <laughs> years. You know what I mean? It's like, you can still kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, yeah. I hate giving George Bush. I love how people are like, look, George Bush. He's just painting pictures now. He's painting. Don't do that. Don't. He he, he drew a little poodle and he's just a cute old man. Leave. It's like the man is a war criminal. Uh, Anybody else had done that? The man killed a million people. You're going to let Hitler go around sitting and drawing little, oh, look, he's back mm-hmm. to painting. Let, just let him be. Like, And he knew what he was doing, too. He, knew, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was like, They all know what they're they doing, do. or someone, their handlers know yeah. what they're doing, or yeah. whatever. So I think with Trump, that mask came off. Because mm. now nobody could say shit. Now, like, no one could, like, spin it and justify it. He's just like, oh, yeah, uh, Turkey did a deal with Trump Hotels. And they don't like me helping the Kurds. A week later, he's Bro. not helping the Kurds. Yeah, you know, it's like it's, even, it's like the, that. The mask is gone. Because even like with, uh, I remember in the Iraq War. Well, I remember after because that was pretty like young during the Iraq War. But I remember with the whole thing with Halliburton when like Dick Cheney was like, "Oh, exactly, uh, <laughs> we're going to Iraq. Who's going to be the main co- contractor?" It's like, it should probably be Halliburton. Like, and we were like, we still believed it. Like, oh, that was just a mistake. No, it was like, a mistake. But, uh, and, and no, no, no. They really thought they had weapons of mass destruction. Drugs, yeah. And that it had to do with 9-11. Yeah. It's like, no, you knew they had a fucking quarter of the world's oil. <laughs> yeah. You knew every weapon they had in their inventory because you gave or sold it to that them. That is amazing when Chappelle did that. When he was just like Negro Domus. And they're just like, how, how, does, how does George Bush know about the weapons of mass destruction? And it was uh, Paul Mooney. He was just like. He knows because he has the receipt. <laughs> like, like, and he was like, that was, at that point, I don't think he got the credit for how raw and biting that was just because because the Dixie Chicks got fucked up. If anybody talked against that war. Yeah, the Dixie Chicks got fucked. Uh, They're still fucked. Yeah, they haven't Even never. Even they've co- been proven right. Yeah, no one's like, ever been like, like, hey, we're sorry, sorry we destroyed right. your career yeah. for the blood war for oil. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so the mask already was coming off. But yeah, you're right though, man. George, the mask with, like, now it's just like, look, the mask on capitalism is gone. Now you can't be like, oh, no, it's really important to stimulate. Like, it's really important that we all work in this rat race so that the Dow Jones has a big number on top. <laughs> no. Like, for what? What happens? Who the fuck cares about any of this shit? What impact does it have on anyone's regular lives? It's a bunch of floating numbers. Mm-hmm. What is any of this bullshit, man? And now, look, they're getting rid of cash. We're going to become a cashless society. So again, it is like that fucking casino thing mm. where it's like, oh, your numbers in your account go up. They go down. What does that even Were mean? they ever in there? Could you just like, what if like there's a program on the bank where you can just type in more money into an account? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or even worse, they'll find a way to type in more money into the into your account, but it didn't come out of nowhere. It got taken like a dollar got taken out of all these other people's mm, accounts. It, it, they didn't even notice. Oh, an extra. And even things were like when they were what what bank was it? Uh, uh, Wells Fargo. Remember that? Where they just opened accounts to charge people? 
They just did a bunch of bankers. They just, like, went, really? they just opened a bunch of accounts. Like you people, signed up for one and now you have two accounts? Even if you didn't have one, they just opened one for you. In your they, name. In your name. It's and like just, voter fraud. When they go to dead, uh, they yeah. go to cemeteries and write your name and mm-hmm. get you to vote. And to the point where like it was a lot of people. And they just like all of a sudden were getting these fees for accounts. And I noticed, too, that like another stupid thing that the banks not to doing, they waived all my fees on my banking. Since COVID. Yeah. So it means they never had to be doing that because they still banks. What still, are these fees at banks all? Banks still make so much money I'm, off it. Just, I'm putting my money into your thing, and you you're fucking spinning it off across the world. It's coming back times fifty. Yeah, every day. Yeah, you charge with me. every penny, and then I gotta pay for you to like access my own money. Yeah, it's like it, fuck you. You should be giving me a slice of the money you made off my money. Which is why credit unions, I believe, I should. No, no, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of no going back. It's like, oh, we're gonna give you money until COVID's done. Okay, COVID's gonna be done, and then what? Yeah, like you better be giving this money forever now. Fuck you. Because it's also and you could have given this any time, any or you wouldn't do it. Why are we still fighting so hard for min for UBI? Mm. What is this? Workers get this and this and that, and you gotta prove it. Shut up, dude. Just the- give us some money because we're all locked in at home. We're all going kind of insane. insane. Yeah, yeah. Give me some money so that people don't go out on mass to protest you and then spread it times or 10. or worse because like protesting. Or worse. Yeah, and, and the whole thing, the the whole thing is too. The Yukons actually was, was thinking about doing guaranteed minimum because they were just like we should just do this, and then this came came down, and went, and it, and it makes and it makes a lot of sense. And it just really, what we're going to see now, if you do it, we're seeing right now, I feel, believe, is a flourishing of the arts, hopefully. And, uh... I mean, yes and no, we are, but it's, it's stifled by, like, I mean, let's face it, like, depression. Oh, yeah. artists are prone to depression. Oh, yeah, we have, I I know I've had some down, I know. Also, like, it's limited. I mean, look, we can do all these Zoom comedy shows forever, but they're not... I mean, look, I did one. I did the other day. I did one. It's called shout out to quarantine underscore comedy club, quarantine comedy club. Honestly, I had the set of the month or whatever. Like I had like such a good set. I'm so pissed off. I didn't record it. The guy literally, I can show you. He he sent me DMS being like, I talked to my, my mom gave me a 20 minute conversation about how good your set was, Mm. which, you know, it's his mom. It's not a fucking comedy, but like it was a good set. Uh, I've done like six of these other shows and I mm-hmm. just, I feel like it sucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when it's I'm not the same, it's not a comedy club. I've done stuff on like the, my live stream where I do like improv stuff or I do like a character that I have where he's like, yeah, see that's, that's doable. That's that, doable. You can do that forever. Yeah. Cause, cause you don't, but, but doing like a set, like me doing Instead something of comedy, it's, and we haven't perfected it yet. Yeah. It is. hasn't. No, no. And it might have to be like that. And it's weird to do it to not, to not, to nobody. I've heard of, uh, Maybe holograms. Mm-hmm. Maybe if holograms they show do it with up, Tupac and, and it's like you're no, but it's like your living room is now filled with like fifty holograms of people, and you can see all their gestures and they're laughing and everything. That would be that'd sick. be hype. I would do that. Even if a few of them are bots, I would still do it all day. And uh, you know the thing is too, that's where uh, you need artists because like, sir, an artist will make up that idea, but I don't have the technical know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, my... we need like an artist, programmer, scientist, like uh, think tank yeah. that like comes together and is like. And I think a lot of people right now are realizing that we need everyone. Like right now, like everybody's 
Well, yeah. How long did you shit on? Oh, you work at fucking McDonald's. You fucking lose it. Yeah. Now, I mean, not that I'm eating McDonald's and that's gonna save your life at COVID, but whatever. You you fucking bag groceries at No Frills, you chump. Now it's like, oh, thank God, <laughs> thank you for being open. Oh mm. my God, I need groceries. Or even like content creators, like like people realize that like all this like videos don't just pop out of nowhere. Yeah. Movies aren't just made out of nowhere. Like, it's so hard to make all this shit. <laughs> yeah, like that too. I cannot edit. I have a fucking good computer. I have good software. I haven't figured out how to edit like a clip. I'm such an idiot. You gotta just. It's weird. You gotta. It's a different language. It's like learning a different language. It's it's, it's, it's so and it's not necessarily artsy. You can be. There's you know people that are really good at yeah, like. I don't edit, think it's artsy at all. You know people who are really good at editing shit and they're not, but they're not like producers. They don't make anything. They're just like they can. You can give them and tell it's them what technical. you want. Technical. Yeah. It's very technical. It's like all those technical writers that aren't like. You're more an engineer, isn't yeah. it? Sound engineering. Yeah. It's the things that like how you're not actually, like Les Paul, the guy that invented what we're doing right now, multi-track yeah. recording, uh, couldn't really play the guitar. Couldn't really do anything yet there's one of the most iconic guitars in rock and roll is named after him he's he revolutionized recording the fact oh that so he just invented it yeah he couldn't actually play yeah he's one of those wow. guys that said, so this is what we're doing right here he thought hey we should have things on different tracks for that he came up with that yeah so everyone was just singing on one track yeah wow yeah and then just the idea of like we should have a this on this track the drum on this track this on Whoa. this track Les yeah. Paul. yeah wow and then stuff like that that you don't realize that like oh and that's we're benefiting from it, and he wasn't necessarily an artist, artsy artist type, but no, not at all the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. And then, but then also things like we need arts, and people are beginning to realize that too. We need big time. Well, yeah, because they can only read so much, and like, and now you're realizing that like your YouTube creator who does the fucking unboxing videos isn't an artist. <laughs> Buddy, I am, I wish I could start that tomorrow and, and gain that. Like, they make so much. Money. Oh yeah, no hate on. I have some friends that do it. No hate. Honestly, yeah. I've watched a few of those. There's one good one I watched. Uh, he does all like military rations from around the world. Oh yeah, yeah, and he just eats them. Yeah, well, that. he eats, he opens them. Sometimes he eats them. Sometimes he does. Does it depends? Cause some are modern. Some are old. He was eating some, some are really old. old. Yeah, like he's like 1920s, like. <laughs> Uh, U.S. sea rations, and it's got a pack of cigarettes in it. And <laughs> I was like, you gotta have your cigarettes. It's like, a, it's like a six-year-old can of chip beef. Like he's not gonna eat it, but he opens it up to see like how well it's preserved or whatever. But sometimes he eats some. Um, there was one that was like he got a North Korean one, mm. and it was like it was like whatever shitty food thing looked kind of gross. Uh, some crackers, and then a half-smoked cigarette. <laughs> like, they give you a half cigarette. Oh. But oh, it's that's... like, I don't know if that meant, like, he, he made a joke. He's like, well, a lot of the people packaging these up are also broke. Oh, or, yeah. Or no, it was like a half cigarette. And it's like, I think, like, one cracker had, like, a bite in it. That makes sense. So it's like, these people who are, like, packaging this up are also starving to death. So it's like, okay, I got to package, like, 800,000, like, soldier rations if today. Eat... If I eat like one bite off like every fifty, that's oh, you're good for the day. Yeah, and it then, makes sense. And halfway through, you had like half a cigarette. <laughs> I, I don't blame the guy. That's that's. A, I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Hunger does crazy things to people. Yeah, yeah. We we're talking about that. Like when people, that's what's gonna. Most people won't like to see their kids go hungry. Like it's hap- it happened in the in Italy already, or people are just walking into a grocery store and be like, if they know that like over there, grocery stores are pretty much warehouses of food. That is, well, they're not like they weren't like us with the toilet paper and the hoarding. They didn't really have that problem. Mm. They didn't really have shortages, from what I know. 
but it would still, but people would. But people, you're saying couldn't afford. Well, couldn't afford it, and, right? Yeah. And if I if I know where's a fresh go over there, I'm gonna go. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm not. Ad- I'm not advocating it. I'm not, not saying it. I would, but, but like, it's not going to be that. Buddy, if, she, if there was, let's say there wasn't a Serb, and I, 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 I'm about to actually get. I'm. I can't really talk about it on here, but I'm about to get like a May contract. Mm. So May to September, I'm actually going to be working. Thank God, and it's more than Serb, mm. so that's cool. But if that shit didn't exist, if Serb didn't exist, I was just cut off. Oh, buddy, like, let's say I was just on my own, no employment, no nothing, like. Two weeks ago, I would have started fucking. <laughs> yeah, we can just we, we can we can figure it out. What not do you the, want? I'm hungry. Like, not that I, I I have a I have I a prior set. I'm living with me. I got, she's got to eat. I know? have a prior set of skills that like could help oh, me yeah? with this. I I've died. I wouldn't even need the skills, buddy. I would just throw a rock through and walk mm. in. It's like what? Oh, yo, we used run to run off with the chicken. We used to do some suspect days. stuff. Really? Yeah, what? you just get bored. Like you go you go to Walmart. Like don't they're not gonna do anything to me. Uh, we do stuff like um, you. You'd realize that the garden, the garden section, didn't have like cameras. So you'd have one guy on one side, and you used to be sliding things under the fence. Uh, well, like, like what plants? No, like paintball guns, oh, weed whackers, like shit. Oh, you take it, shit from the other side and just slide, slide it under. Yeah, the guy Dude, right that's there. Hype. Yeah, until my one boy, well, we were doing it. We we're in the middle of grade twelve, and we got caught. We all scattered, and he had a seizure. And we all went, and we kind of, I, I feel like kind of like a bitch for this. We, we left him there. And then, Ooh. and then he comes back to school. We're like, what happened? He's like, yo, uh, I'll tell you about it later. And he comes back. He's like, I had a seizure. And Walmart just freaked out because they didn't want, like, I guess. Yeah, you could, like, turn it around on them. <laughs> and be like, what we, these guys did, they, the lawyer would have a field day with that. And then he just, like, wasn't allowed in Walmart for, like, a year. And oh, like, okay. yeah. And then by the time, like, he was allowed back, it's like that weird age where that this stuff seems like a great idea. Then you get over it, and you're like, I'm not going to steal. Like, yeah. It's like 17 to, like, 18. No, not like, when we were, like, 12 or something, we would s- steal candy mm. from Bulk Barn all day, son. And it's just that, it's a rush, too. There's something else. It was a rush. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, Bulk Barn. Yeah. You know what I mean? I might owe you 20 bucks. Mm. Okay? I'm sorry. We were dumb kids. But did we crash the economy while doing it? No. 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 It's not like selling. Yeah. Meanwhile, bacon. it's like you got these fucking Enron types. That was around Enron times. <laughs> yeah, that was. You know what I mean? Mm. You, got, you got these Bernie Madoffs. You got these fucking people. And they're stealing everything. They're mm-hmm. stealing what would be future schools and hospitals. Yeah, yeah. And shipping it off to the Cayman Islands or whatever. The f- you know there's like something like $21 trillion of untaxed uh money in in the cayman islands and and panama and all this shit and it's like all the richest companies and people in north america england whatever they even including the queen oh yeah yeah she's totally in on it she's got she's got money hidden away there and why like fuck it's like who's these are the people's money or at least a big percentage of it is would be tax money that would benefit society that you're hiding over there and nothing's ever going to happen and no one's ever going to fucking tell you diddly squat and it's fucking bullshit, man. And you're agents for bad. You're agents for bad. You're not agents for good. And you know what makes me pissed off about this, Van Dad, is that these are the same people when it comes time to protect their assets, 
in like the Middle East or whatever, or get that oil. They use our, they use the money that they didn't pay into. Yeah, like, yeah, they're like exactly. They, they, that's what pisses yeah. me off. Yeah. Oh, good point. So okay, so hold on. If you had twenty one trillion in Panama, mm-hmm. and every time you wanted one of these bullshit wars or a bullshit bailout for the banks or whatever, if it had to come out of that money, oh, I'd be fine. I'd be like, oh, bail, no. that's a genius idea. Hey, oh, you want to bail out the bank? Fine. Oh. Well, the bank <laughs> has a three trillion dollar slush fund. Why is it not just pulling in its own tax free money mm-hmm. to bail itself out? Or why don't you bail out them with some of your tax-free money? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's like... that's a no, the the people pay for the wars, mm-hmm. and then the wars create the shitty economy, and then they get bailed out with more people's money. It, it, it's crazy. Uh, and then once they finally start making money, 90% of it gets siphoned off to Cayman. Noam Chomsky oh, talks about it. He God talks damn, about, that's so true. It, it's not my idea. It's too smart for my idea. Noam Chomsky... What, for t- them to pay for no, it? No, that whole idea of, like... It's, uh, it's just like... But it's like publicizing the losses and privatizing the gains. Like it's yeah. just, it's just they've been doing it. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, it's like it's like you're. It's uh, I went through gambling like really badly. Mm. You know what I mean? When I was winning, I I mean I don't a like I, I don't know where that money is because I guess I just put it back into the mm. system and blew it all. Um. But like when I was winning, let's say I had five k in my pocket. It's not like I was like uh, helping, like giving some to my parents or no, no, people no. who have hooked me up or or helping others. It was just basically holding it to go gamble more. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then when I lost, it's like, oh. hey, can I borrow some money? Yeah, hey, yeah. Can you help me out? Hey, I really need help. Oh, woe is me. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I guess I was doing that, and that's the agent of bad in me. Yeah, yeah. We all that's, have it. It was. To a it was extent, we all yeah. have it. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to live my day away so that the good comes out more. And I can give the good agent mm. more, you know. But power. also, it's not like to the same extent. Like, say, let's use a could be any company, Bombardier, and then we like we'll we'll, we'll what ba- a bunch of bastards. We'll eh? bail them out, and then and, they're gone. And then they're gone. So and what happens? And then they're off, and then they send their contract to a French company. And do we not have any sort of safeguards for that? Like, I don't know. They just get to keep the money and. W- What's with the TTC? Because they owe the TTC like yeah. 300 And they've done it in Korea. They've done it in they like owe other... The, they owe the TTC a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Do they not deliver? And then who's going to service these streetcars if Bombardier doesn't even exist? And then also what happens is like the TTC is like, fuck, we're low on money. Let's just get a bunch of fare inspectors to get the money that way. Yeah, off the floor. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that makes sense. That's how you make up millions of dollars. Even the surf <laughs> thing is classist. It's <laughs> like... Like on Reddit, there's ODSB and OW people just crying. Yeah. For like, really. I've for years I've said like 733 is not enough for this person to live on. Mm. And then now everyone around them gets $2,000 with two clicks. And, and you're like... still like expected to live off 733. It's like, that's such a big fuck you. Mm. I even heard there's a, there's a hundred dollar one time thing they can get. Oh my God. Which oh. is like such oh. an insult. Oh. But they don't even automatically get it. They have to call their worker who's, who's still <laughs> who's at home getting a full salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're let's be honest, like it's a And is not doing their full job at Yeah, because like we all know when you're at home. You can't <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. So they're getting a full salary. This person's getting three six seven thirty three and then they gotta call and justify their higher expenses for that one time. What? It's not even a guaranteed. I know, even Doug Ford was like, hey, we put an extra $200 million into OW and ODSP. Oh, do they get that? No, no, it's for more staff. And get this, 
social distancing training. What? Dude. What? Dude. That's just, that's just patronizing. Keep, keeping it's, pe- it's not patronizing. It's business, dude. Mm. Keeping people poor is oh, yeah, a moneymaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, they're like, more staff. We need... How are you hiring more staff right now when you don't even have people showing up to an office? There's no work to be done. Mm-hmm. It, like, it, it's it, such a joke. Social distance training. Stay at home. That's your training. One yeah, day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. $200 million. If they just disperse that to every fucking person on ow and matched the serb then they could actually you know for four months or whatever they can like ride high oh god forbid they come out of this with a few extra thousand dollars in their bank account yeah that they can then use to bring themselves up a ladder Mm -hmm. you know four thousand dollars like extra that will change their lives yeah yeah it's not it's not like people don't want a lottery's amount of winnings like i've always said it like if i make fifty thousand dollars one year i'd be I, that'd be that'd be that'd be it. Like after taxes? After taxes. Yeah. Like, that'd be great. So what you make they... like what eighty k? Yeah, it's 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 like it's Keep not fifty k, dude. That's huge. That's huge. That's like a double. Like it's a doubling of what I've. Just... I know. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. Even the Serb thing, it's like they're like ah, for four months. Where are you getting this four months from? <laughs> yeah, where's this number? Is COVID done in four months? <laughs> no. So why did you even put a stupid deadline on it? Mm. I think one thing is they don't have the balls to tell people this is going to happen until 2022. They, they don't want people to like, and it's going to be panic or whatever. So they're like, oh, four months. Like they're going to extend it, but then just don't even have, what is this application? Just give it to everyone. Okay. Yeah. Just get, you're the CRA. You know exactly what they're getting. Do they know exactly where we are. If all... they're making too much, look, you can get them a tax time. So this right is... now, just let them have it. Okay. Fuck the CRA off. is hilarious. Cause like, so I forgot to change my shipping address in the bank right so i kept on getting stuff shipped to my old place and then i went and did my taxes for the first time there's a big coupon behind that but then oh, I, yeah, didn't you say you didn't do it for like eight years or yeah something? and then how so, much did you get back oh i, I only I had, to, I had to file one year this year and i had to go back and file a bunch so i'm in their system so now i'm in their system so you did file those other ones I've, no not yet? yet i haven't oh, done that that's a part of this i'll do this one COVID. dude it's like it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like six, six grand or something yeah it's gonna be ridiculous but the thing is as soon as i switched my account my 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 mailing address to here to the cra in the bank it switched too and i'm like of course they, they can get you anywhere they know exactly where you live they know what you oh they knew the whole time <laughs> they knew the whole time they're just like oh <laughs> if you want us to do any work you're gonna have to do these extra steps yeah, yeah you're gonna have to or do this we'll even penalize you it's like just to shut up <laughs> like okay you know exactly what we made <laughs> you know exactly what we you know because if you don't pay your taxes and they owe you money they already know yeah because they, they already me, know because they owe me money all those because i'm not i wasn't living rich i wasn't like a stockbroker and yeah. not paying my taxes i was like no. i was like a, they they know every job you've ever done yeah and they then know they still make you tell them yeah they're like oh like, they could, what is this they can actually system? do a they can actually do it so worth every year that we just send you your check they could do it that way yeah you don't yeah, even or, need to and then if you owe them they'll let you know yeah, they'll let you know but the reason is now because there's such an industry on like bookkeepers oh, and all this it's stuff. an extra day of work yeah it's an you know even just this oh uh serb we got to set up first it was two systems and then we turned it into serb and then it's going to come out on this day it's a lot of business yeah yeah some some it company just got paid like fucking four billion dollars probably to set this yeah, up and, and to make it like and to make it, it works pretty well i found it pretty easy to use yeah that. it was like three clicks it was just like i was doing i was having a chat with my mom while doing it but then like she doesn't get it because she's on pension now. So that's, but she also saved and stuff. But my dad though, 
has to get it because he's because he works for the government, but he works for a for, uh, a federal like park. Mm-hmm. So even though he's social distancing when he's in the middle of freaking nowhere in the Chilky, they still don't know if they're gonna. Send he lives him. out there when he's when he's working. He like he's like a fire watch or something. No, he does a uh, park warden, so he just makes sure like cool. everybody's safe. And, Dude, that's like, a sick job. You just hang out there. Does it pay well? Oh yeah, it's it's a government Dude, that's job. That's hype. But you have to be he's bilingual. He has like he has fits all the. It's like, it's, a, right. it's it's hard. He's like I've adopted a black boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Yeah, you've adopted this. According to this. Trudeau, uh, I, we I'm, have to give you. Yeah, we have to uh, give you this. Now. You have to do this. <laughs> and and but it's really amazing. But they don't know whether they're gonna go in. And but the thing that ruins it though is that there is bureaucracy. It's still one of those jobs where like there's bureaucracy. Like it could be sweet. But if, yeah, I hope this is a time to cut bureaucracy. Yes. It seems like they're adding more bureaucracy yeah. is a thing. Just send everyone. Like, but this is what I mean. It's like they're like, okay, and then you gotta apply, and it's gonna be, da, da, da. dude. That first day of the shutdown, he could have been like, tomorrow, everyone in Canada will have two thousand dollars in their bank yeah. account. Yeah, anybody who like, has a social service fast. number and is over fifteen, you get two thousand dollars. It's it's you know, and if you owe them money. They will. That's why I'm not worried. It's like I applied and and hopefully I get it. But it's like if I get it and then later, da da da. It's like they won't hesitate to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> they'll let me know. No, they'll let you know. They're not gonna it's be like, not like I'm not. Uh, Ten oh. years later, I'm gonna be like, oh, I shouldn't have uh, gotten that. Oh, what do I do to? Fi-? They're gonna tell me within like right, seconds. Like, I I don't know. Can they just take it right out of your account? No. Good because that would. Like what? Put money. As soon as it's come, it's spent. Like, it's spent. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, you're gonna, <laughs> I love. I'm gonna it. wake up. It's gonna be like negative two thousand dollars. Okay, oh. uh, I guess I gotta open up another bank account. account. Like, like, just play cat and mouse. Yeah, cat and mouse with the government. Like, oh, because they can like do all sorts of things. I know. Because didn't they do that to you with your? Uh, if you don't pay, pay. Uh, what do you got? What's your funding system? Student loan. Yeah. Yeah, they took my tax receipt. And this would also be a great time for the government just to make schools free. Yeah. yeah like, why? Like, it's all online anyway. Anyway, Shut just up. like when they're, when they're talking about like, because uh, students aren't working this summer, so no one's paying for school. Like, how is that working? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I, I look, this is the thing. Like, so CERB came out day one and two, and then... CBC was like, hey, what about the people that fell under the cracks? And then even CBC was like, yeah, the people that fell under the cracks, like the students and those making some money. But not enough. And then it said nothing else. It's <laughs> like, bitch, what about the unemployed? What about the already poor? What about the people on mm. benefits? Those, That's what I'm talking about. They, that's all CBC said. And then the, and then Trudeau is like, we're looking into changes for students and, and not, not those unemployed, but students and those who are making some... Imp- like work a little bit. Mm, that's what and he's should... like, and that's how we'll make sure to get everyone. It's like you just still make... missed the poorest people. You should have just, they should have just gotten carte blanche, like guaranteed minimum. It's almost worse like this because now that you appease the part-time workers and the students, it's like you got like seventy-five percent of the people. So then, everyone who's important enough won't complain. I won't protest, and who has the... it won't stop and who... voting. And who usually protests? Students. And then the poorest people who are fucked, well, they're not really voters anyway. Yeah, they're gonna. They're... You know what I mean? So it's like, and then you can say like, look, we've even changed it to fix the cracks, and everyone will give you a big hurrah. It's like a very land acknowledgement sort of like yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, land like, acknowledgement. That's great. But then it's like, <laughs> hey, 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 what about the actual like poorest of the poor? Well, you know, they're staying at home. The, uh, isn't that what they always do, anyways? It's, it's like, like no, no. It's and it's they it's, work shitty. People un- don't realize jobs that or... it's it's a hustle to be poor. It's so, so hard to be poor. Oh it's not like oh, it's just 
Oh, it's hard. It's 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 harder. And they can only go grocery shopping once a day, and 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 the place is like jacked up all its prices, and mm. everything's all fucked, and there isn't uh, gro- uh whatever toilet paper in their local, so they got to go across the city. Mm. And what? Well, you're in a wheelchair. You're disabled, and you got to go across the city now. And your personal care person can't come. And hey, gotta, it's it's all a bunch all of... this extra shit, and it's like, what, they're going to give you an extra hundred bucks? Go fuck oh, yourself. Well, thank you. Thank you for the extra hundred bucks. If you call them. You have to call them and basically beg them. Yeah. I have a family member on it, and she was like, uh, yeah, I called. Like, uh, and, you know, uh, I, and they're like, and, and the person was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to give you another hundred bucks. And she flipped down. She was like, excuse me. What you're giving it to me? Because like, <laughs> this person apparently had the attitude of like, yeah, yeah, no, I got your like. It's like, am I? Is this coming out of your paycheck? Right. <laughs> no, no. Like this person had like a this worker had like such a condescending attitude. <laughs> Dude, apparently, like, I'm like, God, oh, don't worry. It's like, oh, thank you so much for the hundred dollars. Like, like hundred dollars even for me. Whole system is collapsing, and you, oh, you're gonna give me a, oh, I'll rest assured now. Even a hundred dollars, hundred dollars is nothing. I, how I know a hundred dollars is nothing. Because I say you were like George, I need a hundred bucks or something. I'll pay you back in a week. I, I could give you a hundred bucks. I could give oh, you. You're, yeah, saying, you're broke. And yeah, you and I can give you a hundred bucks. Yeah, I could give you a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, I could give you a hundred bucks. It wouldn't like, it would be like okay, I'd like want it back, but I'd be like I could give it to you. It's not like it's, I it's it's ridiculous. It's like even on it's just such a. Oh, there's just it's such this weird disconnect where people. I think what happens it's not on purpose, but they think just because. When you hang out, it happens. It's the echo chamber thing. When you think, when you hang out with uh, people that make the same amount of money as you, you think everybody does the thing. It's like oh, I have this thing where I think that everybody is funny or trying to be funny or like does arts, and not everybody does that. Right. It's because you just get used to hanging out with people that are all like producing something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You go somewhere with no comics, and you're like, I don't even know what to talk yeah, to. About, yeah, you were talking. Uh, you have to tone I, back. I asked him how his last gig went, and he didn't know what I was talking about. about. Like, or like what? you say something really like musicians. You can say out there stuff. We we run on the same like wavelength. To a comedians, you used to be able to. You still can, depending on who the comedians oh, yeah. are. I you, could... you almost gotta like watch out. You gotta, oh yeah, yeah. Like you and another comic are talking. You gotta like. Oh, you gotta look around. Like... There isn't like some super PC like Gumby. stick up their ass comic around you, you that's gonna, gonna be like, like that's problematic. Like, you can't be talking about like, that. Snitch on you. It's like oh, shut up. I was you like fucking nerd. <laughs> you're you're banned. You're yeah. banned. <laughs> oh, I can't work with you because you're. Oh. I saw a Louis C.K.'s new special. Is it amazing? I didn't. I mean, honestly, it was okay. Okay. It feels like he's rusty. I mean, there's some can, good parts, but I mean, I don't think he's why, done much I work. I love comedy. No matter how good you are, you still have to... Louis C.K. still has to Yeah, grind. like, it was good. He's Louis C.K. He's, like, very talented and smart and a good writer, and he has experience, but I feel like if all this shit didn't happen, it would obviously be, like, yeah, way better, yeah. because he just hasn't been going, like, every three, three sets a night in New mm, York or whatever yeah. to practice. Or brought it on the road to see. Or yeah, like, like has... he's like, and a lot of it was just like obviously the whole thing with him mm. uh, was like looming over the special. So he mentioned it a few times. Yeah. Like there's this one part where he's like, "Oh, like I, I you know, I went to Auschwitz because you know I, I went to like my family got killed there." And he's mm. like, "I went to Poland. Uh, I was doing comedy there." And then he's like, "Because I have to do comedy in Poland now." <laughs> 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 it's so weird. The Polish comedy scene just seems like a. I don't think you, I'm sure because every human's funny. Expat, there's a bunch of expats. expats and expats yeah. love seeing 
Canadian. Sh- now he's not Canadian. Well, just their own North American. Yeah. North American the stuff. Yeah, the West. If you're in the East and you're like rich and you go to like a hotel or something, or there's probably like a oh like yeah English comedy show. Even in like uh, when I was in you get Co- homesick. It's when I was in Cro- Croatia. Like shit that you know. You would just like if you see another Canadian, like the level of like. It's funny what you'll put up with. You'd hang out. I love that, dude. I love being abroad and seeing a Canadian. And, like, you guys might not be friends back home at all. But the fact that you're... Oh, yeah, you're just... You're like... Yeah, 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 go ahead. All that stuff, like, melts away. You're like, oh, yeah, we're just fellow people that for from... Share this... Oh, you start, you start like, pulling... You start being like, huh, you know, the locals do it like this, but, uh... We're Canadian. We they, know better. And then we like, all, we all like, do it like, yeah. This guy might not be in the same socio-economic yeah, I'm a, system. Yeah, yeah. He might not agree. He might be conservative. You're like leftist, mm. whatever. But you're uh, you're somewhere else and you're like, yeah, but we Canadians really know what's you know, up. You know, that's what I heard. It's sick. I love doing that. That's what I heard that we're probably going to get out of this is that we, this is going to be a joint experience that we all have. Yeah. Which is one thing that's going to bring us back. Big... Yeah. For comedians, it's gold mm-hmm. because it's like you have this secret thing like not secret i mean it's everyone knows but you have this you have this non-stop i mean you don't want to be hacking just like everything's about corona mm-hmm. living in their quarantine whatever but you do have that within you where it's like you know it's hard to ide- it's hard to get the not hard but one of the goals is to have the audience identify with mm-hmm. you and to and to talk about stuff that they understand and yeah, yeah. relates to their lives you know connect with them now we're all connected, baby. Yeah, I can just be like, "Where were you when the Corona when COVID nineteen hit?" We can all we can all do it. Like, you can. Like, and, boy, did that last set suck! I almost wanted to go back into quarantine. Yeah, like, or uh, like, why is it that I've learned that all women on Zoom are sevens, no makeup? Like, like it's just stuff like that. It's so because we all have those experiences too, which is why I think places that have like mandatory minimum, like mandatory military stuff, and all that. It builds like a social cohesion because like everybody. Yeah, I love it. I think everyone should. Everybody has that stuff to fall back on. I think everyone should serve. I don't even think it should be an option. And you don't want to go fight people. Heck, why don't you just go plant some trees up somewhere? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. There's some fucking working health services. Yeah, do something. You don't have to go kill. Only like two percent, one percent. Oh yeah. Them actually kill. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of us just like just stand around like. And my buddy was a cook in the military. Just like yeah, people are sick. Yeah, just like dude. And then you're probably like a way better cook by the end. Yeah, and also you just get to hang out with people that like. It's just it's just a good to have that common bond with people. Yeah, I wish we had that. I wish it was like okay, high school, and then you go, you serve the country for two years, mm. and they, you know, you could, and it gives you a chance to see the rest of the country, meet mm. people from other parts of the country, different viewpoints, whatever, give something back, earn some money, mm. and then it's like okay, your two years are done, you got like whatever thirty, forty k in the bank, yeah, yeah, and and school is free, yeah, so you can just it gives you that little leg up when you're out of school. And then you're, it's a nest egg for your fucking first condo or house or whatever. The Boom. Fuck. We just wrote policy. Dude, that's how it should be. <laughs> that's how it like, should always be. Like, I feel like that's what it's like in like Norway and shit. Yeah, Germany, they have a... I remember my buddy said he had to go... It was in Norway. He had to go to service or whatever. But he was in university with me at Dal. And he was like, oh yeah, the Norwegian government is like very generous. Um, they cover all the costs of this school. And then they give me a salary. Mm-hmm. So he was in. He was a student with a fucking full time salary. That's like I can and go to no expenses, dude. 
Of course you're going to be a better student. Oh, yeah. So hard of the half the stress of being a student is being poor. Is, yeah. <laughs> poor is like what makes being a student so hard. Otherwise, yeah. what? Just go learn crazy cool shit. And cool ideas from other people. The tests aren't that hard if, no. you, if you're not worried about like, oh, I got to go work like a catering shift till 4 a.m. To pay and for then this. come and practice for this and write this essay. It's like that's where it's, it's silly. Or like, I can't afford a tutor. Oh, yeah. I all these things. I, don't ha- I didn't buy the book because it was $300. Yeah. So I'm just going to wing it and get 50, you know, get 60 or something. We're, we're, we're inhibiting ourselves by doing all this, which is still is why, like, rich, rich people who are rich become doctors. People who are rich become all these things instead of the people who are like, it's not a true meritocracy because of all these things that money is made. Yeah, it's like a very, um, yeah, it's like there is the chance there there is it's like there's no like legally like, oh, you can't. Like, no, any longer. Mm. Like, you can't do this because you're X group or whatever. There is still, like, in, like, you know, systematic hiring practices and... You want to be Prime Minister, go to McGill. Like, like there there is still stuff where, like, okay, like, okay, we're not going to not hire you because you're black, but, like... I mean, we're not going to hire, like, every black person we see either. You know what I mean? Like, there is still that. Those obstacles exist. I'm not going to say they're gone. But hypothetically, and to the best of their attempt, there's no real stopping you mm. because you were born poor, or yeah, because yeah. you're black, or because you're Muslim, or because mm. you're trans. You technically, legally, are allowed to, you know, be poor, start off poor, and then go mm. be prime minister. Yeah. But now, the realistic thing of what your chances are and how much harder you have to fight mm. being like a young muslim trans person in the ghetto <laughs> who, who grew up poor and hungry and not really educated but you get a cbc special with that yeah <laughs> in, Tor- in toronto, in toronto. Uh, <laughs> like you being that person and working really hard at it and getting the grades and then getting the scholarship and then fucking juggling three jobs yes it's possible mm-hmm. but you being the son of a prime minister going to a private school Later, getting a job at a private school, school, yeah, yeah, being around all the private school people with military and 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 uh, police and politicians as like your family friends, and then going, you know what, I'm gonna run for office, yeah, and then winning, and then getting like, a cabinet position to the point where you can get, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like that is a completely different trajectory, yeah, yeah, and that is like a bazillion times easier than the fucking guy who could be the best prime minister we'll never have. Yeah. And then also like, he's just not going to make it or doesn't even realize that he has an option. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really believe in your system enough to try. And that's also what it is where it's sneakier than that is that Justin Trudeau knew that like he could do whatever he wanted growing up. He, he, like if he, he's, he knew that, like, like even if he didn't think he could, that he, outright, like, he, he knew subconsciously, he, he was knew. like, he could be like, if I want to go be a, a professor, I can do that. If I want to go, yeah, be a whatever, I can, I could do it. If I wanted to be an artist, he could have done it. He could have done, like, he got he could have like done. Coming into like age twenty five, age twenty seven or so, he's already he's basically the most famous Canadian mm. living. Yeah, the son of like one of the most revered prime ministers, and like, uh, and. And what am I? I? I'm I'm the I'm I think I'm old as day. Well, how old is he now? In his forties? I don't know. I feel like he's in his thirties. I, I don't really know. Forties. Yeah, was... I mean that makes more sense. Hey Siri. He looks young too. How old is Justin Trudeau? 
How old is Justin Trudeau? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Damn. He's looking good. Well, the guy exercises like nonstop. Him and his wife are planking and shit. Oh yeah. Time. Good like, for you, Justin. Dude, I would have guessed like thirty-five. Well, Forty-eight. Eight, it is. Wow. He looks good, but he's been. How, how long has he been prime minister for? Like four years. Mm. Six years. Yeah. It, it's a. Yeah. I I didn't vote for him though. <laughs> I did the first time, and I feel like i got really bamboozled yeah even with the it's like oh we're gonna make weed legal it's like oh you mean you're gonna give it to the police <laughs> and and your own party uh stakeholders to run the companies that are legal like mm-hmm. fuck you man what a fucking soviet union style move you know what i mean like hey we put the darkies in jail for for 40 years but now we make the money mm-hmm. like what the fuck what about all these poor black people hustling 20 bags on the corner? Mm, they gotta, you know they gotta eat too. They don't get to be part of a fucking LP and legal thing. They don't have... You know, it's... um, Okay, if you just want to work at a cannabis store, it's like smart serve. It's like 50 bucks. Mm. But if you want to manage or open up one, you have to get an expert level thing and it's like 2,000 bucks. What? I, I think there's like an intermediate one for like 500, but even still, 500. Dwayne in the ghetto doesn't have 500 bucks no, no. in his bank account that he could tax. He might not even have a bank account. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> even if he has 500 bucks, which he probably doesn't, but even if he's like a drug dealer, he's making his money, he's got 500 bucks. Mm. He's got money, but it's not legal money that he can put in a bank account That's the thing. and then send over to the government without it getting like triggering some sort of weird audit system. You know I had some friends that were drug dealers and they said the hardest part about being a drug dealer, the reason drug dealers buy all that gaudy jewelry and all that stuff you know all the stuff they're wearing is stuff that you can get without a bank account. You can get in cash. You can't right. do anything. You can have 50 grand in, right. your, in cash. You can't do anything with that. I can't go and like... Yeah, you go, can't buy stocks. Can't buy stocks. Can't buy a car. Can't do... I mean, yo, you, you make a lot of... There, I knew one drug dealer. I mean, I... Well, my roommates bought drugs off a drug dealer many years ago. Mm. Different, I don't live with them anymore. Whatever. But that guy was so rich like he sold coke or whatever i've never done coke but my old roommates used to but he was so rich that he uh he owned a house but he didn't own it he had to he had to have like his like i don't know cousin or something yeah he, buy it in his name because his cousin made a lot of money and could actually afford a second house on paper uh-huh. so he bought it for him and put his and put it in his name because, uh, you know, this guy can't own a house. Yeah, it's, it's weird. You're, you're a poor person. Mo- yeah, you're yeah, a poor person. You, you, like, it would look weird. That's another thing, too. If I were to all of a sudden come into, like, not even that much money. Like, if I suddenly put 50 grand in my bank account, i sure I'd be getting some phone calls from someone. Yeah, I think, um, I think there's, someone told me a number. It's, like, something like 10 grand a month. If more than 10 grand in a month goes into your bank account it triggers something which is messed up (laughs) which is messed up because it's like well i mean there are people who make that much but then it's obviously like it's on paper and they're Mm. gonna get taxed or whatever but if you just you know put in 10 grand 10 grand yeah say if we say if we were to like book like a movie or something and we we had to do our own taxes we'd have to tell them I well, know, they wouldn't pay us in cash. No, they wouldn't pay it. You know, some, uh, so some B-boys. It's your Red Fox. <laughs> and you owe the IRS like $8 million. Yo, that's another thing too. Like, I feel who the IRS goes after. That's just like, but, uh. 
Oh, they're, they're going to go after people who got an extra 2000 from Serb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they they're won't not going to go after the guy like SNC Lavalin or yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, it's like, it's like, oh, this is normal. Oh, we gave you uh, millions of dollars. Oh, just... Dude, uh, the the Waltons, the guys who own uh, uh, Loblaws, Loblaws, they fixed the price of bread mm-hmm. for 20 years or something. Mm-hmm. No one gives a fuck. I think there's something. I I actually oh, signed. Yeah, I yeah. signed up for it because there's a class you got, action. You got, you got twenty dollars. I didn't get anything. I think it's like in like four years when this is all settled, I'm gonna get a twenty dollar gift, with, gift that, card or something. That messed with people hard. No, what do they call? There's a family. What are they? Walton's own uh, Walmart. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I have a joke. Where... Oh, sorry, not the Waltons then. Uh, there's fuck. a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can you Google it? Yeah, I'll Google it's, it. It's uh, Wheaton's. The, I feel like it's also a W. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's one of those wise. W- not Wilson's. And it's messed up that a, a family has control over. Uh, Dalton? No, no, no. It, over. Uh, over Order pe- of Loblaws. Just type in which family owns Loblaws. I know they own the they own the spoke the spoke club, which is like a private. club. Oh yeah, my buddy my buddy works there. I worked there for a bit. It was like Weston, the Westons, the Westons, the Westons. Uh, revenue fixed the w- price of bread. Weston, the net income this year. The Think Westin. about it. who actually needs to care about the price of bread. Like who is it actually affecting in the bottom line? Not the middle class, the poor. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. very poorest people. Where like if something costs pretty $3 much need more? bread to live, and it needs they needs to be with every. I basically don't eat bread much today. Yeah, you got. But like, thinking if something costs that's like you a luxury though. Three dollars more a day. I can fuck your whole life up. It can, yeah. yeah can, throughout the end of the you know, end of the year. Yeah, it can, it can, it can, it can mess you up. And why? So they can have a little bit more money. Like, go fuck yourself. Like you're already a monopoly on food, bitch. Mm. Fuck you. And it's still messed up that like one family can decide it. Pretty much. Oh, and yeah. they're and buddy, that family alone, that family literally hangs out with the queen. Yeah, it's just like I'm not joking. They're like literally one of the richest. And most important Canadian families, and they like they're friends with the Queen. I don't mm. mean like they get to go to those events. No, like one of the I princes, mean, they're like friends with yeah, yeah. the Queen. It'd be so weird to be friends. It's with like, the queen. it's like I don't know if it was like their great grandfather or someone, but someone got like a little nod, being like, "You're gonna run shit for food in Canada." Yeah, and the, just one of the princes, colonial went, system. One of the princes went to school here at one of the private schools. Which one was it? Um, Upper Canada College. Yeah, yeah they yeah. basically all go there. It's like the number one it's, it's private school. That's it's thing. like fifty thousand a year, yeah. not including the board, like boarding. If you want to get boarding, yeah. that's if you live next door and you just go there. Fifty k so, a year, dude. It's so messed up. That's and like also, three times the price of university. And I'm for sure some high of them school, like get, middle school, get, elementary school get better education, but do they? Not that yeah, much. Yeah, better. Not, not that much. But do they? Because this is one thing. That, Actually, a lot of them don't. They get shittier. And because also, they don't have to try, they don't have to like rise up to the challenge. And also, they're just kind of given passes. That happens too is that there's no private school for teachers. They're still getting like university teachers uh, that teach there. Obviously, maybe they have a master's degree or something. Teaches. Them. Oh, oh, you mean like the teachers aren't yeah. necessarily better? Yeah, there's not like it's not like there's like a super school where super teachers come from. Right, <laughs> no, right, right. It's called U of T. Like I've met some of them. They're maybe, not that great. No, they're just given better curriculums, probably. Yeah, but at the same time, though, I think that. We should follow the Finnish model where out, five schools are outlawed. Fuck off. Like, your, your, kids yeah. have, <laughs> like your kids have to get educated. No, you have – like, I don't know. I don't think this is very much the case in Toronto now. 
Um, I think Toronto in the last five, ten years has obviously hugely changed because of the real estate issues mm. and like rich and poor divide has gone way up. So I don't know about now. I don't know if when they're building a new community in Toronto, I don't think they're really doing this. But when when I was growing up in the 90s, I remember way back then someone told me it was officially a policy in Toronto, city planning. I don't know about now. I feel like they've just let anyone build a condo or anything mm. they want. But at the time, it was an official thing where it was like they they would put public housing in next to like well-to-do areas mm-hmm. and when they would um say like where are we allowed to build like a new housing development or condo or whatever they had to put them near like not so good areas yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of mixing on purpose of so of so poor and rich and the whole point was so that you have these mixed areas where like one neighbor is rich, the guy right next to him maybe is on welfare or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the idea was you all grow up together, you all know each other, you all go to school together, your kids go to school together, uh-huh. and it creates better people. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're poor and you're surrounded by all poverty and misery and everyone you know doesn't have a dad or mm. their dad's in I'm I mean this is like extreme like let's yeah, say yeah. American fucking ghetto in uh what do you call it uh louisiana like mm. terra bell louisiana mm. uh which means beautiful earth but is also like <laughs> ter- such... terrible to the point where it makes terrible. its way into like a boondocks episode right? yeah magnificence from terra bell <laughs> yeah terra bell. but so but so you're from terra bell like everyone you know like you don't have a dad everyone know you most people you know don't have a dad mm. they're dead or in jail or ran off Mm. You're poor, your mother's struggling, all your buddies' friends have struggling mothers, mm. go to the shitty school with no funding, it's like, I'm gonna sell drugs, I'm gonna play football, yeah, or yeah. I'm gonna die, <laughs> like, I'm yeah, gonna it, rap, or yeah, yeah, it's die. Rap cracker balls. I mean, I'm it's, using it's, a it's, very black ghetto example, but it's, let's it. not get it twisted, it could be anyone, mm. right? But, like, let's say that's your situation, and that's all you know. So you come of age and that's all you know. How can you, you there's the one in a million who becomes like a piano prodigy uh-huh. or studies and gets a scholarship. Everyone else is fucking their whole life is pre-written. Mm. It's that prison to prison pipeline. Mm. They're fucked, mm. right? And then on the other side, if you're like Trudeau or whatever and it's everyone you know's family has like fucking uh property in Turks and Caicos mm-hmm. for the summer and everyone's rich. Like you're only going to know these fucking rich people and you're going to be both, both you and the Tara Bell kid are both just so disconnected from the rest of society. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I mean, what I was very lucky enough to have growing up is like, you know, my family, we were immigrants. We started off really poor. Now we're like actually pretty, not me personally, not so much my mother, but my stepfather and I'm sorry, my father and my stepmother who I grew up with mostly. Um, now they're like pretty affluent. Like mm-hmm. they're doing okay. We're not 1%, but we're, we're like, yeah, like upper middle. I'd say, yeah. but we start off with nothing. I mean, apartments, ghetto, fucking flemmo, give it up to flemmo. But, uh, you know, we, whatever Im- you could say, there's a little immigrant success story and that's thank God for Canada, whatever, all that's good. But, my whole point is what I grew up in and I'm very lucky in, that I grew up in 
is I grew up with friends who are like me, who are kind of like working class, immigrant, whatever. Friends who were way poorer than me. Oh, yeah, you got to like, see that. Way, and my dad, and my dad kind of, I guess, like, you know how, like, I was saying, like, in the ghetto, there's, like, these, like, convenience stores run by the Koreans. Mm. It's like in Toronto, it's like, yeah, the ghetto, like, Regent Park. Uh, my dad had a pizza store and his partner uh, next door was a per- Persian too and he had a convenience store. Mm. So it's like, it's like, mo- it's, it's actually quite a bit of white people too in Regent Park. Mm. But uh, let's say like mostly black, some white. Mm. And then the, and then the businessmen in the area are these two immigrant Persian guys. Mm. You know what I mean? So there is a like, whatever, however that came to be. I'm not proud of like that, like power structure, but I guess mm. we made use of it too you know what i mean mm. but my point is so I, I i hung out at that at that pizza place and i I'd, I'd see these kids these poor kids mm. and get it like i i went to their houses so i get to and in even in my own school environment i there's kids like we were in we were on public housing for like a few years maybe till grade one mm. and then we got like we we didn't you know fully like become rich yet but then we got an apartment that we actually like paid for not subsidized mm. you know what i mean it's like that first step up yeah yeah, yeah. but i'd still hang out with those kids mm. in flemo in the public housing so i saw that mm. and exposed to that so I, I feel like i always stayed humble mm. but then i also at don mills it wasn't you know there's a lot of people with like I'd say they're like middle class to upper two middle class. Two parents that work in like a government or like or salary. Yeah, workers, it's like yeah. They, they basically. I I always didn't really realize how much money they 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 had more money than I thought too because like it's like these white kids they play hockey. It's like well that's still, that's a that's a that's sign a right lot. There. That's a sign right there. If you're playing hockey, yeah, you got three boys in AAA hockey. Oh, you're fine. You're good. You're, you're fine. Good. You're fine. You're and fine. And it's, it's more like it was more just like because 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 okay later I moved later we became like we got money. Mm. And part of it's from work and whatever, but it's also because my dad remarried and his family, whatever, has some... The point is, we got our first house, mm. okay, when I was, like, 16. And we moved to... That's when we fully moved out of the area. Yeah. We moved to, like, North York. Oh, you moved out to... The, yeah, and pretty much like, your version of moving out we, to the we east side. Have, we didn't even have, like, the biggest house, but we had, like, a brand new house that, like, my family's company, like, built. Mm. So it was, like, brand new, super nice... And so when I moved, I was still 15, but when I moved there, then I kind of thought like, oh, I guess like the people at Don Mills who I thought were rich, like the rich white kids that I thought I knew, I guess they weren't really rich. And I still don't a hundred percent know. Cause they had like old, like if you go to Don Mills and uh, Eglinton, mm. you'll see it's like, it's like bungalows, right? Mm. So I wouldn't consider a bungalow rich, but now but a bungalow is like those are all those bungalows. For, yeah, first of all, if you held on to those, you're fine. You're, you're fine. Yeah, good. Yeah. But second of all, you also have three kids, three boys in AAA hockey. Mm, you might just be playing it smart. Like it's not. Everybody... I think it's more the plus you have. They all had cottages. Oh yeah. So it's like okay, your house is whatever, but it's like who cares about your house? You have a cottage. Mm. I'm of that mentality too. I rather not if I I rather pay rent and have a cockroach infested apartment. Mm. By the way, I've never had cockroaches. I just mean as an example, mm. if that means I also have a cottage on the lake. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I will gladly live 60%, 80% of my life in that dirty apartment if every summer I could just escape to the cottage. Mm. So there is it's more just like priorities. I just don't think they were as gaudy as us Persians. Oh, who, you know what? We got our first house and we got a gaudy like with like marble countertops uh, you know, and you... they're like hey we just need a bungalow for our kids 
but let's have a cottage and let's have a new car every three years. Mm. And, you know, so there's that. But, but, that, but my point is I got to go to their houses for lunch. I got to, and yeah, they, yeah. and they came over to mine mm. and we both went over to fucking Jarmaine's and his grandmother cooked us like the best fucking food mm. we've ever had. You know what I mean? So it's like that whole mix that we all got mm. meant that we're all pretty fucking chill. You know what I mean? We all... But it's happening less and less now. It's It's almost gone. It's almost I don't gone. Think, I think all these condos, all these kids are only going to know condo kids. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're not going to... Is that... Because Toronto, like when I, when I was growing up, when I thought of Toronto, I didn't think of Toronto as like this rich place. I thought of it... I thought of it... If you remember Jacob Tutu? Uh, these I, books? Uh, I know of them. I don't But it's just like where them. people who are like... They're not, they're not loaded, but they're not like two fat parents are working. It's just like how I grew up. But then I re- started realizing, yeah, like that, normal, yeah, but I middle, but, yeah, middle, and we're maybe now, I guess, like that's almost gone. It's it's gone. It's gone. It's either you're, you're rich or you're like struggling. Yeah, and and my and the thing is, the Yukon is weird because there is no there is rich families in the Yukon, but there is no uh, private schools, and you have to go to school with everybody. Whether yes. you're, whether you're whether you're living, I know it took me a million years to get there, but this is my point. You, you have, have to go. To, to school. You have to go to school with everybody, so you see everybody. And everybody knows your shit. You should even live like near them too. Yeah, you, you, you'll poor. near them because so you'll, so you'll have like a big property, but like you can see the got a towel or something. Sorry, oh, it's fine. Sorry. I'll just get it under it's the green tea. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's not jizz. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the thing is, you have to, have to go to school with them, and that it, what that what that does too is it's way it's really easy for people who don't see anybody if you don't see someone to make them the enemy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really easy. Have you ever had that roommate that uh, you never? Those s- people across oh, the street. I mean, that's what held segregation in line forever. Mm. Even oh, though both... slavery's over, but they're over there in the shitty parts. Even though both so white people were we poor, the white trash people in the south are poor. The white trash totally, people. Totally. The... Totally. Yeah, and Good there's that. Bring va- that up. There's that. The both poor, and even in Canada to a certain extent, because we have this warped view of how Canada goes. We Toronto isn't Canada, <laughs> like. I know. <laughs> Straight Believe up. Believe it or not, Toronto Straight is not Canada. Up. Nothing is farther from the truth. Like, Canada is white as fuck. It is, uh... It, 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 it's weird. But, and also what happens, I was talking to my, my boy, I was hanging out with 85% my, white. Yep. Yeah, 85% white. I was talking to my boy who grew up in, in Toronto, and that's what happens too. I, I noticed something when I moved to Toronto. All the cool kids, uh, cool kids, for the most part, are kids that grew up in the city for a little bit of their time or in the country. Suburbs breeds boring children. Yeah. Because you're not seeing any Suburban real... Suburban people are fucking yeah. chuds, man. Yeah, you They're don't losers. get... Because in the city, you're going to you're gonna be walking to school one day and you might see, like, someone smoke crack. And that's going to build you some character. In the in the <laughs> country, you're going to have to see, like, your grandfather kill a chicken. Like, there's something like... But in the sub- suburbs, you don't get the crack smokers. You don't get the chicken stuff. You just have a bunch of kids biking around, playing, like video games calling people the n-word online like stuff like that that like it just it just builds like that middle of the road so when i what that was my biggest thing when i can find when i came to toronto was like that like shock of like being like oh my gosh and now realizing that not everybody's from most people aren't from toronto like you're an anomaly and like i know yeah 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 it used to be only us yeah toronto and and now it's like like, everyone's from somewhere else it was the la of canada like everybody no one's from here and that's fine. I'm not really of the mindset of like, you're not from here. Like, get out. Like, that's stupid. But, but I will say, you know, you bring in immigrants from around the world. They give them like a Canada class. Mm. 
they kind of have to like teach them some stuff and tell them about some stuff i feel like you need one for like oh you want to live in a big city well you got to take like a one-day course yeah yeah you know what i mean i i feel like maybe i have some there's some truth to that well wasn't it you that was telling because people are fucking idiots when they come here and they don't know you were telling me that uh i think you were saying that when you guys came to canada they have this pamphlet of what people do in canada yes yeah. I, I wasn't old enough to remember this as a baby but uh my dad told me they they basically like we're from iran so that you know not triggered but that set off like okay category like san negro uh 72-4 mm. iranian <laughs> you know, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean so like whatever but they basically give you uh a like uh, my dad told me they give you like this kit that was like a bunch of stuff but it was like for him like the the polish guy didn't get that he might have gotten like a oh you're from the former soviet union here's a kit for you mm-hmm. with shit you should know the english guy didn't get it though or he like, didn't get shit <laughs> no. they, they saluted him <laughs> yeah but uh, <laughs> but they gave uh, us a kit from like oh you're from a muslim country here's your like muslim refugee kit or something and it, he said one thing it had, which is actually pretty trippy. I, I want to find one of these on the internet because I feel like it's a piece of history. But he said it was a shortwave radio with headphones. Like just those like disposable mm. head, sh- shitty headphones. But it was, dispo- it was a shortwave radio that only had like it only had one channel. And it and it I, I don't know how shortwave works. But I guess like between the waves there's like mm. shortwaves that are only for a certain area. Mm. Um and it was, uh, there's like, I guess a shortwave radio station in Canada. I don't know if it's still around that, uh, broadcast the call to prayer five times a day. Mm. So they gave him that and being like, like, here, you can listen to the call to prayer five times a day. And aren't your parents like communists? So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My just... dad was like, uh, thank you. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, I still think it's like a nice gesture. It's a nice, it's a nice like that's what but, Canada. I love about Canada. They're like, I know, it's, we'll accept your shit. But here's the thing. But it's like, but it's also, it's like in that, like extra wokeness there's also like some inadvertent racism too mm. because he said like he was and then they so there i don't know what else was in this kit i'd love to know this is like this i do an unboxing for oh, all amazing. but uh but so there's the shortwave radio and then there's like a pamphlet with like cultural differences <laughs> between canada and like muslim countries and i swear to God, like this is him paraphrasing it but he said it basically said like don't hit your wife like we, it's like we don't allow you to beat your wife in Canada. But it still happens. And he said it was like really degrading because he's like, yeah, I've never beat my wife. <laughs> like I guess, like if someone needs to hear that, I don't know who. Then I guess put it in the pamphlet. But it was like very like, it's a generic going out to like every Muslim immigrant being like, hey, don't beat your wife. And I love all like that's what was if you were gonna be like, oh gosh, they told me not to beat you. Like that's gonna get to the root of the problem. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, like you're in court and, <laughs> and your and your wife's like, he beat me, and the guy's like, didn't you get the Muslim kid? <laughs> He's like, no. Oh, we didn't get the Muslim kid, guys. Uh, drove had, us out. It's on back order. Okay, oh, okay. dismiss. But yeah. once you get that no, Muslim okay. kid, you're we're. It's like. I, I just want to imagine, like, I when he told me this, I was around the time, like, I don't know how old I was, but but I, I remember The Simpsons, um, when Bart gets his, like, Boy Scout knife, oh, and then they that. give him a pamphlet, and it's like, don't do what Johnny Don't did, and it shows Johnny Don't, and he's, like, about to stab a cat, <laughs> so I just imagined it's like, it's like, don't do what johnny jihad did mm. you know it's like it's like beating his wife and then it's like a big circle crossed out like no 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 like mm. we don't do that here it's like very condescending you know I, it's, it's hilarious that they thought because i don't because it, 
it's weird since I've. I'm, and I'm the a... British guy, they didn't do anything. It's like they should have. Maybe it should have been like, uh, here we don't colonize the Browns. Yeah. How about don't... that? <laughs> it's like some Belgian guy wants to be Canadian. Here we don't cut off your mm-hmm. uh, your cocoa workers' hands mm-hmm. to prove that. Mm-hmm. Or the South the... African guy. Like there's all these things. Like yeah, like well, they don't get any kits. Maybe mm-hmm. they do. I don't know. Maybe because like they're part of the Commonwealth, and I know that still holds a weird like. Yeah, it does. Cachet. <laughs> like, it's a lot easier well, for me to... Well, it's literally the British Empire just changed its name to yeah, the Commonwealth. It's, it's like, a lot easier for me... They didn't dissolve it. No. They made it shittier and weaker and changed its name, but it's still technically... Don't get it twisted. She's the Queen of Canada, too. She's the Queen of Canada. <laughs> we are the Dominion of Canada. Yeah, yeah. we're not... <laughs> if she wanted to, she could do it. She could do whatever she wants. Um, so, I, 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 I do gotta say, though... He is also t- again. I was too young to remember this, but he, my dad, did also tell me though that the immigration process to Canada was like amazing, and that I don't think they do this. I don't know what they do now. I don't know if they have the budget for this. You know, like because you know, you know all these uh, Syrians that they rushed yeah, in yeah. a few years ago. People were pissed, right? People were like, "Oh, and they're putting them up in a hotel." They used to do that. I think they still. I don't know. I don't know what they, they do. They, to be honest, I got to look into it. But this is what my dad told me. Not the hotel thing, but he told me. So they got us our house in uh, in uh, Flemington. Mm-hmm. Like it's it was it was public housing, but I still remember this place. It was a townhouse. Mm-hmm. Had a basement, two floors, a little tiny backyard, like not not like fancy at all it's the ghetto it's literally public housing like mm. yo flemo h block like mm. it's like people selling gu- fucking guns on the corner but honestly i remember in my head the layout of that house and it's like it's better than my apartment now mm-hmm. you know what i mean well, the i bet you if you wanted to live there now if it's not public housing it's probably like condo. three thousand a month like it was you know what i mean and i it's like i'm in the middle of the hood and i never got like in trouble or hurt or bothered or i don't remember sirens all night i remember in the middle of the night there was uh it was weird the uh the ice cream man he would play like in the middle of the night and someone told me years later like years oh no 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 like years later like i had not i had already because because even when we moved to that nice house and and grade 10 and after i went to earl Hag, which is very preppy very rich very Jewish too. Earl Hag, per- like, 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 like named after like Field Marshal Earl yeah. Hag. Yeah, was an idiot. Oh, dude, the butcher of the song. Like yeah, fifty thousand Canadian lives. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's didn't how. give a fuck. But oh, anyways, yeah. but so, but like, it's a very like, like it's. I mean, it's it's all sorts. It's actually it depends on who you are and how you look at it because it's like sixty percent Asian mm. and so many Persians. But I was in like I was like hanging out with the artsy kids who were mm. all like Jewish and cool and hipsters and like I changed my whole trajectory changed. Oh yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, uh, like I used to be all Echo oh, yeah. hoodies all day, thugged out. That's why I mean we've talked about this before, but like you know, and I try. I I've even said it a few times on this tonight today's podcast. Mm. I've dropped. I've dropped. Not. Not even the whole thing. I, I say Negro, but like, yeah, 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 even yeah. that's like bad. I admit it. But like, I used to say like, yo, like all day and never like, hey, you're a, you're a, but I think, but you no, know what like, I, I mean? Like in rap culture, like I you grew know up what in is? rap hood, 
whether you were Somali or they not see even black, you, just, see you as, just, see you as just brown, same. just just like the, the, the Sri Lankan kids, the Chinese kids, like everyone said it. We were we're all like fifteen year old wannabe rappers. And you know okay? the thing is that happens too. When I was in the states with that too. And I didn't I didn't ever rap or freestyle. I just meant like culturally. Yeah, yeah. Like we all wanted to look like fucking DMX mm. or fucking. He M&M got robbed or, in Regent Park when he came here. Uh, DMX. Yeah, he got went robbed. to Regent Park. He got, he got robbed. robbed. Wow. He's probably going to try to score some crack. I think he's clean now. I don't know. Yeah, isn't he a preacher? Or something? Yeah, it's like it's just like hip hop. But, but I'm just saying, we, we, we said all that shit all the time, mm-hmm. and I try not to anymore, but wait, sorry, what was I saying right before this? We were talking about just, like, how, like, you could, you, you moved up, and how, like, uh, what happens is you really are a product of your environment, right? You're like, a product of your environment? No, but what were we talking about before the, all this? Sorry. It was talking about just your growing up, and, like, the Canadian, how the Canadian government is really quite nice to immigrants. Oh, we yeah. are really We are still seen in the land of milk and honey, and we're, that is rightfully so. And that's good. That's good. Buddy, we're 90% empty, too. Yeah, like... There's so much of Canada that... <laughs> Could be as cool as Toronto or cooler yeah. if there's enough bodies who are willing to live there and develop it, which yeah. there aren't. But anyways, yeah, like, I remember they gave us, uh, so my dad told me, they gave us that house. Um, I don't know if they, I, I'm assuming they give you money to start or something. Mm. I don't know. Like, my, and, and we're not, like, my dad worked the whole, like, my dad mm. worked. He bought that pizza store eventually, but first he worked it. And mm. just delivered pizzas. Mm. And it was a career. I remember I'd go in the car with him. He was a male career. Mm. Uh, whatever. So, but my point is, um, he told me, he told me, and when he tells me this story, he has like, he, it's like a kid talking about his like favorite Christmas present. Like he tells it with such wonder, but yeah. he's like, he said they, they literally, um, they came, they picked you up. He said it was a limo, which I do not, <laughs> could not have been a limo, right? But it could like, have been like a cube van. That's or like, yeah, like an immigrant calling something a limo. But he said they pick you up. It was like a nice Canadian like girl, you know, like 30-something-year-old like professional yeah, girl. And then they took, and then they took him out. I don't know if it's my mom too or whatever. They took us, uh, him or whatever, to Eaton's. And they had a whole checklist and they're like, okay, you need a, a okay winter coat. Go pick mm. a winter. I don't know if they're. Dude, someone has to make a. I don't, I don't know how it works. Like if it's like you have a hundred bucks or whatever. But they, they do I don't do know. That. But it's basically it was like winter coat, um, some Boots, like a that. suit, uh, fucking you know like seasonal outfits, professional outfit, home outfit. I, I don't know how extensive it got, mm. but basically it was like set up, um, you know mattress, uh. I don't know, fucking land. Like, they just hooked you up. They bought you everything you need mm. to set up your but, new you know, life. That and is... That's amazing. And I don't, people look at that and are like, ah, oh, I can't, I can't believe they, you're a fucking idiot, dude. <sighs> that's what you need to do. That's what you need. And it also helps, the, it helps so much. You're Body, actually saving uh, your fucking Eaton's is bankrupt right now, probably because there aren't enough immigrants. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like and Eaton's didn't are what give grows that in shit a, away. Grow, grow an economy. You think like, like you think people like I'm not. That's another thing where I am in this weird duck's position. I'm an immigrant, but I I grew up as if I was like a long term Canadian kid. Yeah. So it's weird. So I don't. Yeah. yeah. How old were you when you got here? Two and a half. Yeah. So then and what, I grew up. What my, do you have of like? I mean, you you're Sierra Leonean. Yeah, but like, how do you say I, that? Sierra Leonean. But I don't. But yeah, I don't, it's not like but hey, you abandoned your culture. Looks, but like, what do you actually like have? I don't have of, like, I don't, Sierra Leone upbringing. And I don't have Canadian. that. And I don't have that because I'm adopted. I don't have that. 
I grew up very Canadian. Right, but right. I don't have, but I have friends. Right, because if you're a family from Sierra Leone, we at least in the house, we like I have that as Persian there, culture. There would be that. There have that. My Jamaican but friends. But I mean, I do and I don't. It's like you do, but it's Canadian Persian yeah. culture. It's like how then there's it's thing- Canada first, and I don't mean that in a way of like I need to choose. No, I just mean like the school. What language they speak at school is your fundamental. When someone asks me what I am, main I, way of thinking. And when they when they ask that shitty question, like "What are you?" I'll tell them I'm, I'm a Canadian. <laughs> like I don't yeah. I don't hesitate. I'm not like, oh, I'm Sierra Leonean Canadian. I don't even call myself African Canadian. I'm like, I'm Canadian, bro. Like just yeah, like I'm full Canadian stop. and I'm Persian. Yeah, yeah. You got a problem with that? Go fuck yourself. Like it's what do you full, mean? Like what? But it's crazy the differences in like uh, the stuff like that because I know I have friends because the Yukon would have been the exact same way where. Literally, the community would come out and do stuff like that. When the Syrian refugees came to the Yukon, they'll buy you, like, because you need a winter coat when you're getting off the, that yeah. plane. You, you need all Buddy, that. It's one thing you need a winter coat because you're in Canada. It's another thing if you've only had hot weather your yeah, whole life. It's, it's going to kill you. You might it, die. It's, it's a different culture. <laughs> your body might not take it for the first five years. Yeah, and it's a different culture way of learning things. Like, that's the culture of things that you need to know. Stuff like that. Or my. Or my dad would do stuff like bring people out, like we're gonna go skidooing today, because what people do in the Yukon. Stuff That's like, beautiful. Stuff like that. Or like I remember one time, there was these uh, African musicians, and my dad took them, uh, took them ice fishing. He's like, we're just gonna go ice, and these guys have oh, never, man. never seen snow, and then he takes they them ice. Loved they it. They loved it. They're just like the best time Dude, of it. That's see these moments are like, and I say when my dad talks about that day of like going shopping, mm. it's like he's about to cry. Like he lo- and it's not like he's like. Oh yeah, they bought us all this free shit because fucking they have to. And no, it's fuck you. He's like, oh, they took us and they, they provided and oh, like it builds our Canadian mosaic stronger. It, that's the kind of yeah. Canada. When I think of Canada, Dude, that I think shit of that, makes me want to cry. It's, it's like that's Canada. That's like what Canada is. That's Body. The... I went to uh, a friend of mine uh, joined the reserves, mm. and I went and watched his swearing-in ceremony, mm. and uh, and it was so multicultural. Because mm. it's Toronto, he, he's Persian, mm. uh, and there's like a fucking uh, there's uh, there's everything Portuguese, Chinese, this that, and they're all like serving. And there's this one guy who's like uh, I think he's I don't know he's like Tunisian or something. Mm. He's older. And I think he was gonna be an officer. I don't know, but he was there and he was getting sworn in with uh, and his like son was there. And his son is, you know, like, whatever, Tunisian-Canadian. And, I don't know, watching him swear in made my heart just pound. I, I'm not Tunisian. I got, I yeah, got, but you, I, but you I, can I, relate. But it's like, oh, my God. Man, I, I had to, like, leave the room. I thought I was going to cry. Yeah, like, so I was, like, it just, like, something about seeing him and his son looking at each other. And it, I could tell his son was proud. Mm. I was like, you, this guy. And he's old, too. So it's like, this guy moved his whole life. Right. Yeah, and that's a whatever, gamble. And now his son is seeing him serve the new, like, oh, my God. And you think moving to, like, a new, like, for me, moving from Uganda to Toronto. I think that's hard. But try picking up everything you know. And like moving it across the country and knowing things are going to be different. Like when I was in Ottawa last year, I got to see at the Canadian Museum of History, they do the citizenship swear-ins there. Oh, and, and, I got, and I got to see those and you get to see the same thing. You see people in like suits and just like... I don't know how old I I think I was three. I was uh, I was but, five when but I... But I remember mine. I swear to God, I remember putting my hand up for the flag. And I remember the pin, the Canadian flag pin they gave me. And it's crazy. I don't know if that's a... Because they say you make up yeah, memories Yeah, you make up memories too. to fill I, things I don't know, in. But... 
I remember it. And it's it's one of those things where it's you like, remember it? no, I, I don't remember. I remember getting the photo taken, like my having to guess up in like a sweater. Room. I was like, we're going to take this thing because you're gonna get. It's my citizenship card. It's still I haven't updated it. It doesn't expire. Yeah, right? I know. So I lost mine. That's I have the one from time. then, and I feel like I remember that day. I swear to God. And but it's it so is. crazy when people are becoming citizens because like everybody's just fi- like everybody in the room, and I'm sure like it's one of those things like the judge that does that is like stoked. Like they do. Like it's like they probably like. Oh yeah, yeah it's one of those things on their calendar. That like, judge has so much like, like, uh, like good karmic energy. Yeah, when they're doing like, it, like just in their life, I'm sure like mm. karma's blind, right? So he, he might not even notice it. Maybe like his great great grandkids mm. will get the benefit. The, or something. I don't know how it works. And there's probably like what's gonna happen. There's is, some good energy in those in those swearing ceremonies, and people will like remember. Like they'll be like, "Hey, my dad still talks about the judge that swore like stuff like that." Or you still. Dude, that shit is oh my god! It should be on national TV. Yeah, yeah, they should do that every day. They should be like, here's oh. half an hour, uh, ten minutes of three different swearing in ceremonies or across Canada. And they're in French. That should and be like, a TV show. And I like, swear to God. Like, and you see, like, has the, anyone done that? Let's, did we just create a TV show? Because I would do that. That'd be amazing. And then you I would get, start that. And you get to see people, and like you see like the most like dudes that would be like the most like hard dudes that came from situations like just bawling because they're like they realize that it's we don't ever think about this. And I know this sounds like really patriotic, but like. It's a fucking privilege to be part. Canada's one of the better countries. Oh my <laughs> god. god! Like we like to talk smack. There but are it's people like... in the world right now who have money, mm. who have like who you know in their house, their their country, they have a mansion with mm. servants, right? And if you ask them right now, are you willing to? They'll be like, let me just cut my balls right off, mm. give them to you in a Ziploc bag. If that allows me to be a Canadian, the mere tomorrow. fact that you get like Nigerians They'll cut their balls right off, dude, and give everything they have away. And be like, I don't yeah, even I... get to bring it with me. I don't even get to uh, liquefy my assets and bring it. If you just tell them like you got to drop it all right here and leave your balls mm. on the counter, but you get to live in Canada tomorrow and your kids get to be Canadian, they're like, no, let me sign. I sign with my own blood. Like they'll do it. And, <laughs> like, and, they don't... <laughs> and, you, and you know, there's a reason... dude. This is the best country in the world. I don't and, give a fuck. And you know why? The, you know, there's a reason why. Like. If like China sure is on the come up, but there's a reason why they still want to have their kids. It's here. not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. There's it, a reason money, why they're going to U of T. This is the thing. Money is nothing. You no. could have all the money. You could be a Chinese billionaire, but you got to live in smog. Yeah, and they you gotta, know you got to live knowing that like you're all under surveillance all day. Yeah, and that if you decide to be Muslim tomorrow, you're getting carted off. Yeah, and if you speak out about dear leader, you're getting carted off. And they deep down know. I can know, say anything I want, basically. I could be, I like, be like, hey, you know what? I don't really like the queen. Yeah. Well, I think the prime. I don't. I'm not even saying I believe this. But let's Try just that say, shit in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> get your head cut <laughs> off, <laughs> dog. No matter how affluent, or even like the the nicer ones, like Bahrain or all those ones. Bahrain's like, not. Yeah, Bahrain's bad. Yeah, they, they, like I mean, Bahrain is a Shia majority run by Sunnis, and the Shias are kept poor even though their region has all the oil mm. and they're the majority. And every time they're like, hey, we want to like either rule this country or at least like have autonomy and stop getting murdered, they're like, uh, we're going to triple murder you. Shut yeah, up. And, and the United States is uh, complicit Fuck in Bahrain. that because they're giving the... Oh, because they're U.S. bases yeah, yeah. to aim guns at Iran. Yeah, yeah. So it's Fuck just, Bahrain, bro. All, all those people are like, I want to go to Dubai. No, you don't. Fuck off. Get out of there. But I've been to Dubai three times fuck it yeah i would go visit but actually the best christmas i've ever had was in dubai but only like a special christmas in but dubai. only because it was uh i was so homesick i had been in uh, egypt for a month 
Mm-hmm. No, no, that was a different trip. I'd been in Iran, and I think it was when I went to. I've been to Iran. I've been to Dubai like three times. But anyways, I'd been there for like a month. I was really homesick, and then Christmas, and I'm not in Canada. And then my mom had like one friend who was Canadian, and he invited her. And the next thing we know, it's me, my mom, obviously two Canadians, uh, in a condo, uh, at a Christmas party with like. 10 Canadians. And everybody was just super Canadian. They're mostly, a few were doctors, the rest worked in, um, they taught English and, they taught in private schools, they're teachers. Yeah. But it was just like 10 Canadians in the middle of a fucking desert having Christmas and I felt so good, but it was all because of Canada. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, it wasn't because of, it wasn't like, oh, I'm hanging out with white people on Christmas. I don't know. No, it was just like, it was just Canada. It was just Canada and we're just talking about Canada and Mm. oh my God. There's something about that. Like, it's I just, would die for this country. Oh, it, it is an, it's an amazing place. If it means place. Like, my sister and my future kids are safe, what the hell is my life? Who gives a shit? And, and the thing right is, now? too, is that like that's just why I'm so pissed off when we do things like fuck, all, fuck over our First Nations and all that stuff. Because we have yes. it in us to be amazing. Like, then what? I know. It's such <laughs> a... It's like... It's not that hard. It's like, it's like how we were saying earlier. It's like... Oh, bitch, you can just give everyone $2,000 a month? Mm. You had that in you the whole time? Mm. the hell are you doing? We're only going to spend it and make more economy, yeah, yeah. stupid. Just start We're it not off hoarding space. it. But it's also, it's like, you could fix the native. It's not that hard. It's just money. Mm. You could just... Uh, okay, it's... Okay, okay. You need more than just money. Because mm. if you just throw a... a a Don't do that. Gajillion dollars in, but it goes to the one corrupt guy who runs that local band <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Then it's just fucked. Okay, so I take that back, but essentially the problem is a little bit of effort and a lot of money. Mm. And that lot of money isn't even that much because it'll make us more money in the long term. Mm. But they just can't stomach you know, it's like it's like Jagmeet Singh had that interview. He lost the election, but he had that amazing interview. Maybe it was even after, but they're basically like, look, these First Nations community, this one like doesn't have water. Mm-hmm. They haven't had water for a while. Uh, we need to give them water. And then the guy on like CTV news or whatever was like, yeah, but Jag me, how much is that going to cost? How, how are we going to pay for that? And he's like, if I told you Vancouver didn't have water, <laughs> yeah. you fucking ask me this stupid question. <laughs> yeah, it's just he like, didn't say it like that. Yeah, but he's he said, but, he, but that's essentially, be, be so, imagine, how, imagine how like refreshing it would be if he could actually answer it. Like how he wants to answer it. Like buddy. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> be like, I know they the should fu- all be like, like, they should all swear. I don't be, just, because, well, what is this? Not swearing and this, Oh, like we have to keep a PG 13. Cause that's what, cause that's what a good person in Canada yeah. is. A PG 13, no swearing person. Man, if I'm hanging out with people mm. and they get pissed off because someone said fuck, I'm like, oh, now I know who the ser- unless it's like older parents or something. Mm. Okay, but, but if even it's then, like, that's like if very... it's someone my age or like even like I'm 31. If it's someone up to like 40 and they yeah. get like pissy because of like a swear word or like don't talk like that because it means you're a worse person i'm like you're a fucking serial killer yeah yeah yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna break into your house and find out what's there or call the cops on you it's, it's like, it's to like, investigate because you're murdering like you're doing something bad yeah when you're a psychopath it's never been the case for someone who's been like it's always the holier than thou people yeah it's, 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 it's so like, why is this fake like sorry why is this fake standard that we put up for our politicians and businessmen and whatever that you oh you can't swear and you can't be cru- it's like 
No, if you're crude up front, I trust you more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's 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 which is I why I know where you stand. Uh, I honestly, can I can work with you. Honestly, why I think Trump got like so much appeal because people were like, oh, finally somebody. People talks did like, like that. They're yeah. Like, oh, finally someone that's not. It's like us. I don't even agree with what he says at all, but it's like I like that he talks the way he talks. Yeah, when he just like tells. I'm sick of just the oh. Oh, I'm gonna point at you with this thumb thing and da da da. Like, it's like, oh, you're goody-goody, you don't swear. Oh, you never say the N-word, sure. Mm. But you wrote the policies that changed... Fucking, I'm talking about a specific person, uh, who's it? Uh, Rick Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former governor of Texas, current energy minister... Or not minister, uh, energy whatever for Trump. He's mm-hmm. head of the energy department, right? Um, almost became the Democrat... Uh, the Sorry, Republican nominee, mm-hmm. right? yeah, yeah. Two things. A, okay, he'll clearly never say the N-word in public. No, clearly. But, he but won't you know even what swear. his ranch is called, right? His ranch <laughs> is called N-word Head Ranch, and it's not called N-word, buddy. It's no, no. It's the whole thing. Hard R. And he, like, goes Hard there, and he's like, he's like, yeah, it's our family ranch. It's, it's our all... family ranch. Uh, and then, but, but okay, that's, and I'm glad you brought that up, and I was, that's, I said two things, that's one of them. The other thing that gets no play is that while he was, uh, governor of Texas, whether he again was uh, 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 like Martin Luther King said in our in our intro music, whether he was a child of light who was inactive, mm-hmm. which I don't actually believe, what like whether he had a hand in this or he just let it happen during his governorship of Texas, um, the Texas school board curriculum changed the definition in their in their geography textbooks. And listed the 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 slave trade. Oh yeah, yeah. As migrant workers. <laughs> yeah, you can't. As, if he's, migrant workers. That I almost sounds like an onion. What that means. An onion. That's thing. like they came here for work. Yeah, they came here. No, they, no, no. You went in. You snatched them. Mm-hmm. Fucking did all sorts of crazy shit. Brought them over here to work for free, and then their kids work for free, and then and their, their kids' kids work, kids work and. It's not even like the kids they naturally had with their wife. No, no, no. Outlawed marriage, told, bred them like fucking mm. chickens. And then meanwhile, you call, and then fucking a hundred years later, four hundred, whatever years later, you call them migrant workers. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like who's the racist? Yeah. The guy who said some bad words. Yeah. It's, or it's, the guy enacting policy and then going in to hunt. At this fucking ranch. That's why it's almost... It's almost like I'm more scared if you don't say shit up front. Because I'm like, you're hiding some unbelievably... You know what I mean? The Nazis weren't swearing. Yeah, yeah, they weren't. The Nazis weren't, hey, hey, kikes. Mm. And uh, they're like, we have a solution for the Jewish problem. Yeah, they they were not... And then they told them, hey, we're going to take you into protective custody. And then they told them, hey, we're going to move you here... Uh, because it's dirty and you're getting typhoid in malaria in the fo- not malaria typhoid in the ghetto. So we're gonna move you to the safer zone. We've they even have a, you can watch it. It's called a gift of a city, and it's a Nazi propaganda video that they made uh, so that they could because they knew the people of Germany. If they saw it, they're not gonna know what's happening in these camps, but they're gonna know that the camps exist. They're gonna know that every Jew in He's- Europe. Has basically gone. gone. And so you have to kind of like give them something. Mm. So they put out this video called A Gift of a City. And it's 100% fake propaganda. But it literally shows like they gave the Jews a city. 
so they, they cannot be with, you know, pure Aryans, but they can have a city. And it's like, it's like, okay, there's plenty of jobs, uh, but there's also plenty of time for work, uh, time off. And they have all sorts of leisure activities and dancing and the kids and the kids were the first that they killed the kids in old, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the kids in this video are in school and everyone has health care. They even got like, a, I'm pretty sure there was like a labor union, and like voting and yeah and and, and this is that that's before the warsaw ghetto yeah, yeah i'm yeah. sorry after the warsaw ghetto but the warsaw ghetto itself wasn't like okay you fucking kikes you're gonna get killed tomorrow and you're our slaves now it was hey we're gonna put you here yeah, yeah, yeah. but don't worry we we have we formed this uh jewish ghetto government mm. and you have your own elected ghetto mm. politicians and you have you can get it it's a it's very rare and it's a very expensive uh uh memorabilia but they had their own currency yeah, yeah, yeah. jewish Ger like german ghetto currency do you know what i mean so it's very systematic yeah, everything was like, like they knew the whole time we're gonna kill all of them mm -hmm. but you can't just if you just tomorrow start killing all of them people, people, people will... would protest or whatever so you gotta slowly ease them it's like it's all into this, this goes back to the thing. same level of like it turns out I like Noam Chomsky, but like manufacturing consent. When I he, love Noam Chomsky. When man. he's talking about when he's talking about before they go do uh, what they're trying to do with the with the Iran war before they killed the general Suleimani, they were talking about like they start painting the person that you're going to take out as the enemy first, because yeah. most people won't just go and kill someone. So you have to make, give them a reason. Yeah. And they, and they did it with the Iraq war and like always start wondering when they. Start you know that you know the day he died. You know how he died. You know what he was doing. We always go. They're peace talks. Yeah, it was peace talks. They they brokered the peace talks. Yeah, it, it was, was a trap. It was a trap. They used peace talks as yeah, a trap it was to a kill. To kill them. Is that not the most evil shit? It, it's it's like it's like, it is more evil than the movie. <laughs> Life is more evil than the movie. Yeah, art it's, is uh, stranger than fiction. Yeah, it, it's it's like terrifying. Look, okay, I fucking hate the regime in Iran. Mm. I'm not afraid to say it. They, if you're the if. Basically, if you're cool at all and like yeah, yeah. like into politics, they don't agree with, they'll fuck with you. Mm -hmm. If you aren't like, if you're Abrahamic religion, you're, you're Christian, okay. uh, Jew People or Muslim, the book. yeah, yeah. You've like if you're Christian and Jew, it's like you gotta understand they've been there for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Like the second oldest Judaic community is iranian judaism yeah, yeah so in the world and in history so they're not gonna just like outright fucking kill you mm. and you've also been there forever and you're abrahamic so in in islam it says you have to respect them yeah so they kind of have a thing they're not like they can't be prime minister yeah, yeah. Fuck, you know they can't be president but they can you know be part of the system and they're protected they're not gonna get killed but the second one of them decides to become Muslim, like if you're like, say you're like a Christian and your parents aren't, I don't know, whatever, you have a family disagreement and you convert to Islam, there's a caveat that says if you convert, then all your family's like assets go to you, go to you, oh. which is fucked. Okay, and that's just the Abrahamic religions, right? Jews if you're too. You're Baha'i, you're fucked. Yeah, right. the non-Abrahamic, the Baha'is and Zoroastrians, yeah, yeah. which were both founded in, in Iran, yeah, 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 no, which we should be proud of and have as part of our legacy. Mm. I mean, Zoroastrianism is the first monotheistic religion mm. in the world. 
yeah. it's the root of like Christianity and Judaism a lot of our stories are just like bit like the, like the flood myths and like Moses and stuff is just bitten from Zoroastrianism possibly i didn't know that i didn't know mm. that i didn't know but uh interesting and i hope that's true because more points for iran but uh but uh you know if you're those guys you are in trouble it's not a good time that's why i mean the parsis you know what the parsis are parsis are indians now but they're indians who left iran like they're Indians, they're Iranian Zoroastrians who left Iran like I'm just ballparking like let's say 600 years ago. Oh, okay, so they're 600 years ago, or let's say I mean Islam came to Iran 1400 years ago. I don't know if they were cool for a bit or what, but let's say whatever X amount of years ago, the Zoroastrians in Iran were like we're gonna die or mm. or, or all our shits getting taken over, so they had to leave. And I think they're the biggest Zoroastrian community that still exists anywhere, because they went to India. And in India, there's a there's like a there's like a story of how that happened. Amish told me. Uh, basically, they came, and the local Indians were like, "Well, sorry to hear what happened in Iran, but you can't just like move in full stock here either. I mean, it's not <laughs> your country." And he's like, he's like, apparently the uh, the Zoroastrians were like. No, you won't even notice us, okay? We, we are like a sugar in a milk. It's something put in there, it disappears, but makes your mouth taste sweet. <laughs> that was like, that was like the Zoroastrian, like, leader, like, made this, like, uh, proposal to the, like, mogul guy, and then they're like, okay, fine, you can mm. live here. Like, we are a sugar in a milk. But, um, yeah, so if you're, but anyway, so, so I'm going a million different directions, but, so I do not like the regime there. We left because, you know, we don't want to be part of that or whatever. Mm. But all that aside, for a second, okay, Iran as the country still has sovereignty, does not need to get taken over no, yeah, yeah, yeah. or straight up, like, be at war with anyone. Mm -hmm. You got America surrounding it by eight directions. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest war that Iran has been in for a long time was the Iran-Iraq War, which America started by giving Saddam the go-ahead and tricking them into it and giving them guns and get whatever, all this. So many people have died. Before all that, there's been years and years of Iran being meddled with by America, by England. They're obviously like reactionary and over the top because, you know, I'm not excusing, I'm just explaining they've been fucked with for so long mm -hmm. how can you not be like you try it you deal with what they've dealt with for so long and don't be a little fucked up and then meanwhile you get this general okay this general and by the way so for those who don't know iran has effectively two two armies mm -hmm. they have the army like the art the iranian armed forces which is like mostly defense posture mm -hmm. okay and then they have the revolutionary guard corps which is essentially a separate army that it's actually bigger than the first, the real army. It's like got all the funding. It actually through its uh, monopoly on construction, telecoms, basically like all factories, like essentially owns the Iranian economy and is this self-serving like machine mm. that is the Iranian economy and, and funds itself. They are not good. Okay. They oppress Iranians 
they're the ones who are like, hey, hey, fix your hijab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing too much hair. Or no rock and roll music. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, what? Okay. But then externally outside of Iran, too, they, you know, they'll help the Palestinians. Which I don't disagree with, but the way they do it is yeah, like it's with the guns. way they do it. It's like don't give them guns, don't, don't, give them lawyers. Yeah, yeah. Pay yeah. for international court. Get them schools. Lawyers. Get them stuff like this. Yeah. Like there's other ways we can do. Like in a bad way. Yeah. Um. Again, I mean, look, look at Yemen. Yemen got attacked. It's this shitty country. So they're like, the ones that are perpetrating it's, that proxy war too. Well, they're not perpetrating it. Saudi Arabia is attacking an innocent country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're getting their ass kicked by, kicked by the way, Saudi Arabia. And, it's, and it's you funny. know they're helping these people. But honestly, I swear to God, I don't, I, I don't want to be wrong, but I feel like the Houthis were not in the wrong. Mm. Well, I feel that the whole thing was because they, they, they are like the majority of that country, mm. and they're getting, up, they were getting oppressed, like hardcore hey. oppressed. Okay, so one day they fucking were like, we've had enough. We have our own weapons. We're tribal, like we're in this like area where. Oh they're yeah, they're... So they marched into the capital. And they basically outed the president, mm. and then they and then the new president. They're like, you have to sign a deal, being like, you're gonna fucking give us our rights and stop oppressing us. Maybe I'm sugarcoating it. I don't. No, no, no. It's pretty much it's how it went down. How I've understood it. And then the whole world was like, no, we don't accept them. We don't accept this new president. Uh, we're gonna accept the old president who's exiled in Saudi Arabia. And then, okay, that seems like you have some diplomacy to work up on. But then no diplomacy straight to Saudi Arabia and its allies are going to bomb the shit out of civilians. And hospitals and everything. Hospitals, everything. Turn it into a country with no food. The worst, uh, I think it's cholera outbreak that the world has Mm. seen in like 60... Cholera has basically been like destroyed. And like Mm. 60 years later, we have the worst outbreak in the world. Famine, untold famine. Oh, it's ridiculous. And we're giving weapons and help, not Canada, thank God, but America and England, and by proxy, the West, giving weapons. We were even, America was even resupplying fuel midair for these Saudi, oh, yeah. Saudi bombing and, and the thing is, too, about, the funny thing is, is that with all this, the Saudis are still getting their ass kicked. Cause yeah, because they don't know how <laughs> they don't to know how fight. And also, there's nothing. You, you know what they do? UAE and Saudi hires uh, African mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Who just. You get paid really well, whatever, they, but they're only going to fight a little bit. Oh, yeah, they don't care. They're going to tell you to fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. And not, they're going to tactically withdraw and keep, like, they don't. Keep the money. It's a business. For your homeland yeah, you or what you really believe in or an idea, if you're just fighting for money, you don't have the stomach once you start losing. Yeah, yeah. And it's also like uh, the thing that's, that's happening too in the Saudi Arabia, because Saudi Arabia itself, the royal family is scared shitless of its military. To the point where, like, that's why they install a lot of their top military generals of the royal family so they don't have a coup on their hands. Yeah, like, that, when they put a bunch of them in that hotel, yeah. one of the main guys, he had, like, a branch of the army that was, mm. like, his branch. Yeah, so... So they, so now they took him out and not killed him, but transferred that branch over to MBS, too. Yeah. So he has even more units or whatever. So, so for them to make the a... The army is, like, yeah, so for the, So for them to make a decision, which hurts Saudi Arabia... That everything has to go up the chain of command because no one wants to lose control of the army because they realize as soon as they lose control of the army, the army, because Saudi Arabia, let's keep it, don't get it twisted, oppresses their people like crazy if you're not Yeah, most of them are poor as fuck. Yeah, and they could, they have the money. think about these rich uh, Arabs or whatever, Saudis, UAE, I've been to UAE, most of them are not rich. They had the money to be amazing states with all the stuff. Yeah, but it's all fucking just 
in the Imperial coffers. Mm-hmm. So, which by the way, oh my God, they started this war. It cost them so much money, but they have all this oil money now. Oil is like ten bucks, yes. and you're in a fucking world shut down, and your country has like very little education, very little infrastructure other than oil infrastructure doesn't even like have mm. water like you're fucked buddy. you put a, i'm the, not happy about that but like because the people are gonna hey, suffer maybe if the people revolt and like you can't uh, maybe it's like, uh, I'm, not, just, I'm, not, I'm not pissed they're not yeah because if they just take them out it's they don't they put all their eggs in one basket but really saudi arabia they're an awful state they're they're so, dude they're what fucking isis was wants trying to, do, to create yeah, elsewhere yeah they're the end game yeah they want they're, that ISIS is very... So people don't know, ISIS is like Wahhabi Islam, which is a sect. came about maybe 100 years ago. It's not ancient Islam. Mm. It came about 100 years ago. Uh, it was very reactionary to um, the Ottoman Empire falling and like whatever. So like the, the king, the first king of Saudi Arabia had to make a deal with Wahhab, the guy, the original Wahhab guy, mm. who was a cleric. And he said, basically, you need me because because I give your you being a king this like religious backing that it's like sanctioned by the the, the, the mosque. So they have this they're intertwined forever of like okay, uh, the official religion of Saudi Arabia is Wahhabi Islam, and then Wahhabi clerics preach that our king is justified mm. in ruling us kind of like the pope so and they, the they, kings same idea they, if, if wahhabism is falling it's gonna take them with them yeah and they can't exist without wahhabi islam and they also know that's that now terrorist islam yeah th- Wahhabi, i'm not don't yeah. make any distinctions don't sugarcoat it look it up for yourself and see 100 percent wahhabi islam says if you're sunni the way we say you have to be sunni you're good Everyone else needs to fucking get their head cut off. Mm-hmm. That is their flag. Yeah, their the flag it, is the fuck. It's not like some warrior sword of like we defended our area with this sword, and this is like a holy defense sword. No, that is a sword that we cut off the heads of what they call kufar, which is like non-believer, non-believer, mm-hmm. non-Islamic. That is what that is who funds and creates, along with America, uh, ISIS. And that is what ISIS is trying to create elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, ISIS will even go a step further and be like, we need to, you know, Saudi Arabia has too much Western whatever, and we need to get rid of that too. Yeah, Saudi yeah. Arabia, especially under MBS, it's a shame because MBS is such a piece of shit and such a, uh, like, horrible blood-on-his-hands ruler, but he is also, like, Hey, we gotta modern shit up, and we gotta yeah, we make gotta. it nice, and we gotta bring Disney in here. And we gotta yeah, yeah, because people are because people get it, like, getting the internet and see what's going on. And they're, like, how can you be such a savage murderer and then also want that, which is hilarious? But yeah. Um, so Iran, I don't like the government. I don't like the Revolutionary Guard Corps. But this guy, okay, so he's helping the Yemenis a little bit. He's helping the Palestinians. I mean, someone's gotta help him a little. Not with guns. I'm nonviolent, but like, mm-hmm. look, man, you cre- you start a war now. Now, basically, you look at Iran. They're surrounded by two things on every hundred percent around them: either failing states that are on fire and filled with terrorists, mm-hmm. who who who, by the way, see uh, Shia Islam, which is Iran, 
as like the kufar. Mm-hmm. We get killed just as easily. We, it's not like oh we're Muslim we get a pass. No, no we no. die just like the Christians, just like the Jews, just like the Yazidis. Mm. So you got failed states that are becoming run by terrorists, and then you got American bases aimed not at the terrorists, aimed at you. Mm-hmm. You're Iran. So you'd be a little prickly. So your general is gonna step it up a bit and fucking and yeah after war, years of war with Saddam, now. Ira- uh, Iraq is ruled by the Shia, which is what you are. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fuck it, and, and you're helping them kill ISIS. Mm. And you're the bad guy? I'm not even saying he's a good guy. He is a bad guy in other areas. But in that sense, he's not the bad guy. And for you to fucking kill him, he killed Suleimani. Fuck him. I don't like him. Say whatever bad things you want to say about him. But him and his people killed more ISIS terrorists than America ever did. Yeah, and he was also, like, apparently, like, his funeral was a huge thing. When it, oh, it was, like, fucking, like, I don't even know. It was, like, 8 million people or something. Yeah, it showed up. So they, they made a martyr of him. They, they made the problem worse. Yeah, they just made the problem worse. Oh, he's forever going to be, like, the guy to look up to mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. So... I mean, this whole thing with Iran, Iran, it's like, buddy, end the sanctions, and Iran will change within two years. Mm. You end the sanctions, and you let everything flow in, Coca-Cola is going to do oh, regime oh yeah, change it, it, for you, It's going to do what they did in the Soviets, like Coca-Cola like, and McDonald's. Everyone just wants People to People love Gap, McDonald's. And they want to <laughs> fucking have an iPod, and they want to go to Starbucks all day. And then you're done. Like, you the, give the, that to them, and then, and then, and then the Iran's government being like, Hey, 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 uh, stop. It's over. Yeah. It's over. You want to, you want regime change in Iran and the sanctions and they're in fucking send Coca-Cola in. It's over. This is, they do it the stupidest way. Uh, I don't know, man. COVID is changing the world. It is. Uh, there's a lot of bad stuff. This is the thing. I mean, wars still happen during Mm. COVID. Unfortunately, famine still happens. Disproportionate wages. We all got to kind of, you know, settle in. How long have we done, by the way? How long have we done? We have done a lot of time. It's 8 o'clock. We are, we are, we are in it. We get... What is that, four hours? No. Uh, that's, that's beats. That's, that's at a different oh, times. How, yeah. how much time? Uh, let me see. Three hours and 26 <laughs> minutes. Oh, buddy. We're... I think that's about it. Well, that's good. Uh, what do we end on? Look, everyone out there, uh, you're going through a lot. Whatever country you're in, wherever you are, you're going through a lot. I know there's a lot of misinformation out there. I Listen, I'm a protester at heart. I believe in critical mass. I believe in going out there and protesting. I believe in all this, but I swear to God, believe me, right now is not the time. Okay, mm, Right yeah. now, stay at home for 99% of your time. If you got to go out, Either go for a very short walk where you don't talk to anyone. If you got to go out for longer, do it like once a week. Stay at home. Stay healthy. Because honestly, we need you to survive this, okay? The good-hearted people in the world, the children of light in the world, we need you to survive this. Uh, We need everyone to survive. I wouldn't wish death upon anyone, especially under these horrific ways. But I know it's hard, but please stay home. Support one another. Look into your family and friends and community. See other ways you can help, even if it's just a Zoom call. 
do what you can. Stay strong because we need you. There will the there will be times for mass protest. There will be times for revolution. Right now, you need to stay home, and you need to if you're in a country where this is available to you, look it up. Uh, in Canada, it's all on the website of the government. But look up the emails and phone numbers of your representatives, and call them, and email them, and demand more. And look. If you're get, let's say you're in Canada, you're getting your CERB check or your EI. Still call them, and email them and say, hey, what about the people on ODSP? What about the people on OW? What about the homeless? What are you doing for them? Be, tell them my vote is going to be swayed by how you treat them. So mm-hmm. don't think of them as like they have no votes. Fuck them. I will not vote for you if you don't pick it up for them right now. Okay, demand more. Demand action for those. Don't forget those people. Those people who are poor. It's unbelievable that they think like your life is the same. It hasn't been affected. Here's a hundred bucks. Fuck off. Okay. Those people have been affected even more because they already had issues of mental health and food scarcity and lack of opportunities and isolation. You know, how isolating it is to be poor. And now they can't even leave their house and get around. They can't even go hang out at fucking McDonald's with the other five poor people they knew. And smoke some cigarettes and talk shit or whatever. You know how important that is? They can't even do that. They can't even fucking do anything. They can't, I mean, uh, junkies and whatever. They still have friends in their junkie community that they hang out with. And, hey, there's Bob over there. Oh, we're going to go party under the bridge. Can't even do that. You know what I mean? Don't forget those people. This is a chance to bring everyone under an umbrella to be like, look, you're Canadian, you get X amount a month, you get these services guaranteed. I don't care how poor you are. If you're working, great. You're not working, great. Here is a minimum income so that you can find a home if you don't have one. You can maintain your home and rent if you do have one. And when this comes out, we can come out as a much stronger more unified country this is what we need right now this is my number one agenda to get everyone paid during this and what the fuck is money every every two thousand you give out it's gonna turn into like nine thousand when it gets spent in the economy and circles and creates jobs don't worry politicians about this little money here and there it's all made up fucking bullshit anyways it's all i mean the truth of it is it's all backed by u.s currency because we've been off gold forever and u.s currency doesn't have a reserve currency so it's what backed by nothing it's only backed on the idea that the american economy is doing well and guess what it's not doing well so it's nothing anyways just fucking give it out now is not the time to be chintzy uh bail out people not the banks, or do both, but, I mean, bail out people. And, you know, everyone stay strong, okay? Find ways, I mean, there's plenty of Netflix or whatever, but find other ways at good informative shit to look up. You know, if you can afford it, buy some books and read them on Amazon, whatever. Buy the digital book if you don't want to touch a dirty book or whatever. Um, Be strong, be smart, exercise, do whatever you can. Ultimately, inside you, there is a sleeper cell who is an agent for good, a force for good. Don't let the agent for bad, who is also in you, control the shots. Make sure that agent for good comes out and do everything you can. If that means talking about it, if that means spreading awareness, or if that means actually doing something physical, 
it's not like better or worse. It's all important. Okay. Sharing something on Facebook that, that you know, some extra people will see do that. It counts. It counts. It really does do it all. Um, and you know, find a way to spread love because we need that right now. You are important and you have important work to do. Activate that sleeper cell. Okay. I'm Dan Ed Carr. This episode of Activate the Sleeper Cell has been produced by George Rivard, a very, very hilarious stand-up comedian who just recently, before all this, did a Just for Laughs showcase. Hopefully when this is all over, we're going to hear huge, huge news about that. Um, George, anything you want to add? No, just uh, stay safe out there and uh, stay the fucking side. All right. All right, everybody. Big up, massive. Uh, activate the Sleeper Cell. Avena Karan, George Rivard.